0: Folks, Scott with Leading Edge Archery, welcome to the show. Had a little bit of a break. We apologize because our illustrious leader, Mister Jason Tabansky, was no traveling leader, the country.
1: I'm just the producer. Whatever. I'm the producer. Bridger sitting on the casting couch. Yep. How long were you gone? Excuse you. Three weeks. Three weeks. Almost
0: a month. Yeah. Yeah. It so felt this guy. Like month, yeah. This guy was crazy. He took off and uh, for SoCal, but you went to a camp. So I, w- with, I went
1: to with Mel. Didn't know, well, I I went to his house to do a little. A little training before going to a prep camp, and then we did a week long prep camp in SoCal in preparation for world champs. And I was gonna fly home, be here for five days, and then drive out to SoCal to shoot that. So I was like, I'm just Screw gonna it. stay here. <laughs> yeah, but I'll tell you what, you guys remember that scene in Dumb and Dumber where they're driving and like it's it's just flat. And and he's like, man, I expected the Rocky Mountains to be a little rockier than this. And he's like, that John Denver's full of shit. <laughs> yeah, whoever said sunny California is full of shit. Yeah, exactly. it was cloudy and cold.
2: Cold. It was yeah. like cold. Yeah, I know I was talking to a few people after SoCal, and they said it was like and I brought chilly. shorts,
1: dude. Thank God I can't feel my legs. I was going to
2: say, why are you worried about it? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. It
1: yeah. was. Everybody
0: yeah. was in jackets and vests.
1: So yeah so socal you know i was there for two weeks did the camp um and then while we were practicing that weekend we saw the sun it warmed up it was like 72 i was like man this is fun um and then monday it was like the sun knew it was monday went back back to sleep cloudy 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 unofficial practice day sun's back out like sweet qualification day cloudy windy no kidding just yeah just not fun and then on elimination day we had to shoot at eight o'clock in the morning and i knew it was going to be crappy we i stayed out in coronado island on, on north island at the navy base and we're driving over the bridge and you can't see anything right it's just socked in and we get we get down we go on the i think it's like 805 or whatever in the toll road and it's just moisture and sprinkling and it's in between like fog and and rain get to the field go out and like get on our targets and it starts sprinkling just like really <laughs> fine mist yeah and a little bit of wind and i think the temp was like at 52 54
2: so geez yeah
0: 52 54 in june
2: yeah 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 crazy. it was just it was crazy all, all i can picture is you scott just coming fucking bitch oh i'd have been <laughs> oh, that's so cold freezing my butt off there's no doubt about it i want to see you in that i think you've hey, texified a little bit but, but here, i mean thing. i'm sure i'd be chilled but i'd welcome it yeah, like but here's he, the
0: thing yeah. now you came back to texas and it's 105 died, bro. <laughs>
1: literally twice as hot <laughs> yeah it's a, dude
0: it's literally like when you got back is when it started
1: no as soon as we came over the mountains yeah and down into uh whatever uh, death valley whatever
2: it's yeah.
1: called yeah yeah i saw my my uh temperature gauge go from like 56 to 94. God And everything cleared you it like, didn't
2: blow up. Dude, and It like you <sighs> walk outside the last few days here and it's been up. so hot. Yeah, it's hot. It's ridiculous. I hot. wish I, I, it makes I'm, me want to sit down every time I walk out. I'm telling
1: there. you, dude, I, I've been having to wake up at six o'clock in the morning to be outside shooting at 630 when the sun's out. So I can be done by 10 o'clock and say yeah, yeah. so you
2: can shoot enough before yep. it gets like obscenely hot and I've been
1: lucky the last week because it's been overcast
2: yeah but
1: I was I was telling Scott I, I screwed up and shut my alarm off this morning woke up at 730 and I was outside by 745 shot a half game and sky opened up the Sun came out done Dude, it yeah. just cooks it's the you, Sun bro. that's it's a killer
2: yeah. i'd say we should shoot at night but it's still 95 degrees Dude, at 10 o'clock yeah. at night. Yeah. i was gonna
0: say it we, i don't think it's pushing below 85 in the and no evenings. no
2: no the heat advisories are going till like nine, ten o'clock at night yeah
0: exactly that's crazy it's been really hot that's for oh, sure
2: state well i'm shooting state field this weekend with yeah. your wife oh my gosh who last time we had a real hot tournament she uh struggled yeah ended up going to the the whatcha who's a place yeah so that'll be inter- interesting this weekend. Yeah, week-ish. hopefully she's good. But so. That's why we haven't
0: been on, though, because Jason's not been around. He is our producer. so He's we, the only one that knows how to push the button.
2: No kidding, dude. Apparently, Scott pushed the button today.
0: Yeah, I did. I pushed it. actually still yeah,
2: well, don't like know how the, to set it up. Yeah, but he's <laughs> like the old guy at a Mexican restaurant that can't speak any Spanish. And exactly. He has to sit on the end of the table so he can point at the Yep. Point <laughs> at it. <laughs> so <two>. Scott's <laughs> holding over the thing like, this, this button? The one that says <laughs> R-E-C. Th- this one? <laughs>
0: exactly. Yeah. Um,
2: and it's it's
1: gonna get busier how, so, how'd socal go socal was good uh once you know wind starts blowing at 10 30 in the morning in socal that's one thing that's predictable yeah left to right you know it's gonna be left to right it's yeah. gonna be gusting between i don't know eight to 12 miles an hour so once you you figure the wind out you are good to go yeah i mean I i was just doing me just holding middle and praying it's not like i've got magnification to see a left x or whatever like these guys um but everybody else that i talked to talked to alexis and she she was like oh my god you you aimed at the middle the whole time i was (laughs) aiming left 10 all day it's like well i got like eight inches draw length on you too yeah it just it just works out but no i think the tournament itself went well i mean i I shot pretty good i was Mm -hmm. i was happy you win Uh, it yeah yeah, I figured yeah, you did. Yeah, I I did good and and won my division. Um, there wasn't a lot of para athletes because it's the most expensive. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people went to camp and then went home, didn't want to come back out. Gotcha. So on the on the able-bodied side, I mean, you guys saw there was some. Well, Alexa, Alexa out.
0: won. Um, who got second? It wasn't Tanya? It was uh, no, Alexa beat Paige. Paige, yeah, Paige say, got I second. Paige got second. Lico third. Tanya. Tanya got mm-hmm. third. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Lexa, Lexa came out firing this year, which is kind of cool.
1: Yeah. She's, she's looking like her old self. <laughs> yeah,
0: she is. And then on the men's side, Jim, Jim Jimmy, Jimmy won. Uh, yeah, Jimmy I, Lutz.
1: I let him, I let wire, him win that one. Yeah.
0: Wire to wire. Yeah. He did win he, wire to he wire. He was,
2: yeah. He qualified first by two points, which now is a lot of points Yeah. in that class. And then, yeah. then, then won the, and then who got second run runner
1: up? Um, Good question. I
2: forgot. God, we're so informative. I know. I know. We should
0: be knowing this by the top of our head. I heard a rumor that old Mister Mikey Schlosser's got a little bit of TP,
1: toilet what paper. The target <laughs>
2: uh, homie, you've ever have you never watched the man shoot? Well, God dang, he said a finals seven.
0: match. He shot seven. That's not Mike
2: Schlosser like.
1: So he was at SoCal.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I mean, heard
1: he didn't shoot good. No, he he qualified really well. Yeah, and oh, then,
2: it was a uh, Jimmy Bodie, Braden. Oh, sorry, Bodie got yeah. a second,
1: yeah. and Braden beat mikey did and, yeah. yeah have you best never been, watched mike shoot a?
2: oh yeah she talks about it especially huh? like on he, a, he's like ah, as long as i get into the gold i'm good yeah especially on he's good through on the last first 15 arrow. last arrow is always that that one is a toss-up <laughs> yeah the last flight's <laughs> entertaining a, man yeah i mean if he's on like if he's if he's, he's, lead, on, if he's leading he's fine yeah but, it's impossible yeah but Sometimes, man. Sometimes it's it's interesting to watch. So it's funny
0: you think about that. You've got, well, Braden's not a puncher. Bo Quandong, but Jimmy won. He's a puncher. Yeah. Um, Braden shoots a hinge, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Bodie, I don't. Know, I, I don't know what Bodie's. Yeah, Bodie's, Bodie's shooting, shooting that new, new stand. prototype. Understand? Yeah. We got one of those in. That's interesting.
1: Does it come with target panic? <sighs> See, it's it, it, you know, I know. It's, 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 it's not a, that it's bad. a cool release. It's yeah. actually
0: cool. I I sit there sometimes and struggle with the fact that, you know, Bridger, you know this as well as I do. If you got a hundred pro archers, eighty of them are shooting no click.
2: Yeah, I mean I at least honestly I like it. I, I to me I can't get like there's too big of a jump in tension from click click to, to fire. fire. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, if but if that it's cool. window is narrower, I'd probably like it a lot. Yeah, I, I think I, well,
0: I'm trying to figure out, you know, the whole why. So is this adjustable? I, gotta, I have to talk to Joel's deal. I think it's adjustable to the click. You can, but not adjustable click to fire. Oh, correct.
2: Yeah. So you can, if you set the travel, you can literally set the travel past the click, so yeah. that it'll operate just like a normal button. Right. right. Well, we got a couple of men I shot. It's pretty cool. It's different. I mean, it.
0: If you shoot your button like a hinge, it's. And you shoot with a clicker is pretty pretty badass.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And I, you know, and I, I actually I want to shoot around with it to see if it, if I get the same reaction because whenever I go to a button, I my shots who knows where they're at. Even though I aim and hold better with a button, um, they just shoot so much different. When I so I know there's got to be some command going on with it, to a degree. Yeah, but just I'm, gonna it. It. I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try and see what happens. Just get away cool from cool that. concept, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yes. anyway, so. Yeah. Uh, overall though there was a it was a good turn. Did you guys have a record turnout?
1: There was a lot of people was there there was there was like seven hundred people
0: oh sweet yeah, sweet, sweet,
1: but most of them were on the recurve really the junior side, yeah, really? but still that's a lot of people did Brady from win Ellison yeah, did he yeah, which I mean even you talk about people having off days Brady had' a little bit of a of a whoopsie out there, and he talked about it. He missed a bail for the first time in fifteen years, what yeah. How did that happen? Missed the belt. Well, just good question. Yeah. Just panicked just it out. Happened. Yeah. Just happened. It just happened. So he qualified like six, six or seven, something like that. And then came back and won. Won
0: in uh, eliminations. Yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah. So it was, it was interesting. Um. But yeah, lots of, lots of people out there shooting ridiculous and they no. all went from there to the world cup and the world cup was awesome
0: world cup was pretty good we do do we i know mixed teams we won
1: so mixed team recurve got gold yeah then jenny got third individual recurve Mm -hmm. brady got fourth and then on the compound side jimmy was second nick was third who Um, beat jimmy uh abhishek object from india India. which is crazy. That investment in Sergio is paying off for
2: India. No, okay. has <laughs> been shooting good for a long time. A minute. Take...
0: He's been shooting good, but he's not been a Dude, him, him and I post. used to swing back
2: Let... and forth all the time. Really? When take... yeah, I was shooting there.
1: Let's take him out of the equation. All the <laughs> other shooters from India that nobody had any idea who they are. And oh, now they've they've for... stepped up their game. They a had lot. a 15-year-old or 16-year-old Indian girl that yeah. qualified first on the women's side. And They've had, they've had one qualifying for or at least top three in every single one of the stages.
0: Where is um? Where is Korea?
1: Uh, actually, the U.S. stopped Korea from doing a clean sweep on in the, the recurve, recurve side. Yeah. Really? Yep. The yeah. U.S.
2: beat Korea in the gold and the mixed yep. team.
1: Wow. Yeah. Brady beat uh Kim Woo Jin on the way on the way to his semifinal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then on the compound side, you had. Um, it was Jimmy and, and Jim, Nick.
2: Jimmy and Nick shot. Oh, the yeah, Nick so each other, and Jimmy decided
1: yeah. to drop a one fifty. Yeah. Um, beat yeah. cappers, and then cappers went and shot in one uh, his bronze. Yeah. So
0: that's cool. What yeah. did we doing on the women's side? Who won? Women's, women's
1: side was Lico She Liko She beat Sarah. Yeah. In the on a one arrow, a shoot, one off. arrow shoot That's off. another one that's struggling with a little a little
0: of, bit of TP. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, she was just. You could see that she was a little shaken. Yeah.
0: Um, Somebody says she shot a seven.
1: Yeah. Wow. That's how I legal. Bet, that's how legal I bet you can able. look
0: back in time and never seen a woman shoot a seven. Yeah. I, I, at least I can't. Not ever till think about back
1: it. to her first year. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it was Sarah and Alexis, and Sarah won by one point, and then Alexis and Sophie Dotemont, and no, it wasn't Sophie. It was sorry, Sarah Priels. Yeah, and Tara yeah. won. Yeah, by one point on that one too. Yeah, that's so.
0: cool. Yeah, some good inter- good competition, both domestic and internationally, in the last month.
1: Yeah, everybody's gearing that's up for dang sure for the and world the,
0: championship. ASA has been dead. We didn't shoot this month.
2: Yeah, we did. There was uh, oh London, London. That's right, London, Kentucky. London, uh, and then everybody everybody gets pissed off at Paige she's good at archery yeah we're gonna talk about that a little bit aren't we i did finally finish listening to that one yeah
0: i listened to more than half of it um for those of you who are listening who don't know and i'm sure if you don't you don't follow archery on the social media world but Paige kind of went on a rant Bo Junkie about something we've been talking about for a couple of years.
2: We've talked, I mean, we've talked about it on our How, show. How many times we talked about it, but it's been With a lot. Known versus unknown. She had actual numbers, which I thought, which I appreciate.
0: Yeah. And that was cool. But you know, we see those numbers, but you know what's shocking though? I was surprised the number of unknown man pros there actually are.
2: Their classes, they've kind of, they've kind of juiced back up. There's to a reason they, why though. About where they were before.
0: There's a reason why. I believe my opinion. Um, the known pro scores are so redonkulously high. A lot of guys are like, screw this, I'll go play the gamble of guessing yardage Can't closer. Have a better no, it's for harder. Real. It's harder. Probably harder got to a get better into, chance.
2: Harder to get into the shootoff in the known pro than it is to shoot for the third podium spot behind Dan and Lima. A hundred percent. Yes. Because on any given Sunday, if you're hitting your numbers, you can and you
0: can shoot a bow, you're gonna get in. Yeah. I mean, so really? on the unknown side, but on the known side, on the if you make just
1: like lights out. <laughs> eighteen to twenty-two will get you in a shoot-off. Sheet. On the every, unknown, every on time. the unknown, yeah, every, every time, every, every time. single time, every time. yeah.
2: A lot of times you'll be that usually, usually takes you
1: top fifty. No, on the on the known side, eighteen to twenty-two won't, it won't even, cut even get you, you fifty. A check. No,
2: eighteen to twenty a day hardly get <laughs> yeah. you a check. <laughs> exactly.
0: You're better off just sandbagging and try oh, to get shit. the read-up.
1: <laughs> Only hit
2: half of them today.
1: Dude, 18 to 22 won't even get you into like the top on K45. No,
0: it's redonkulous.
2: Yeah. Not to say it's harder because obviously I can't shoot unknown. Like it is, but like, man, you, man, you got to be on it. It's, it's fucking hard to shoot that many, that many bonus rings every single time.
0: Oh, and, and
2: known? And known, yeah. It is the
0: meant to me, it's almost like shooting a 30, a 20 arrow Vegas round. Because you just can't, literally you can't miss. Yeah. you it's To the point. There's now where, only
2: one or two layups yeah. that you're taking yep. on that course, yep. you know, where, you know, say it's a 50 yarder and you're the first guy up on a black target, you may play a, a little bit safer than you would yeah. on a normal shot or something, right. you know, right. on a 40 yard target or something like Other that. Other than that, but you're gunning for all of them. You better be. Oh, I've never not tried. I mean, there's been plenty of times where I haven't aimed at it, but. But that's you not almost, a, you, that's but not intentional. Yeah, you almost have to though. Well, I do. I try to aim at. I intend to aim at them. I just don't yeah. sometimes.
0: <laughs> but dude, it's it's insane. Their scores are ridiculous. You know. And then I think, uh, well, who who won unknown that at, at uh, London? Who was it? It was Dan. Did Danny win unknown? Mm-hmm. Okay, I couldn't remember. Then he Danny went back to what week? Two weeks later, this past week he won. Uh, I won IBO. IBO. IBO, yep. IBO, Erie Pennsylvania think it was yeah so he's he's back and back on business i thought him losing all that weight was going to kill him but he's seems to be back in the saddle so
2: he said he was fishing too much
3: <laughs> yeah
0: somebody, somebody had, in a post said keep fishing bro <laughs>
2: yeah somebody asked him why he lowered his weight and he said he's been fishing too much yeah <laughs> that's pretty funny But you ain't been fishing at all <laughs> My boat's out of commission. i want to talk
0: about it anyhow um yeah, but it's been uh, it's been an interesting target season. And then on the girl, women's side, So, somebody go back to this page thing. So Paige was kind of bringing up, apparently she was getting a lot of hate or there was a lot well, of hate coming on amongst conversation about unknown versus known women pro.
2: Yeah, and like with Paige, it was more, at least from what I got from it, it was more that like people were, amateurs were coming after her saying that she was going to, Shoot everybody out of the class and try, you know, and that she need either a she was gonna make everybody else quit the class because she kept kicking their ass. Yeah. Which I mean, hell, she had said even last year when it, before it was the women's known pro and it was just the women's K fifty was all they had. Like at the last two ones, she got like fourth and fifth place. Like she hasn't won all the every single one of them. No, yeah. One of them she's been to. Like she's on a hot streak right now. But her biggest thing was like. Hey, you know, you guys are saying I'm like shooting against people that aren't as good as me, and you know I'm outclassing whatever. Like, do you you know who that sh- who she's shooting with? Like Cassidy Cox is a multi-time multi-time US team member, has been to one multiple Redding. international events, has one red indoor... last year. Did she? Mm-hmm. Not red. Sure she's an indoor world champion. Yeah. Tanya's won on literally every, every single, single venue. Yeah, exactly. Every single venue there is multi time world champion, multi time Vegas champion. Linda Cho was shooting. Linda, who's, you know, a everything. hot hilariously decorated international shooter when she was shooting for Mexico yeah. and the US. She's mm-hmm. she won a gold medal with the US last yep. year. Like I mean, you, you like do you do you know who that who she's shooting against? Like yeah. world champions and world record holders and shit like that. Like so she was upset about that. And then she said, you know, like Dan and Levi have been dominating the men's open for the last 15 years forever and nobody nobody's upset about it yeah so like she's they're not kicking people out of their class Mm -hmm. so i don't think anybody i
0: I don't i don't don't see uh, the top women i mean yeah i don't see that as an issue but i know the i think there was also a lot of talk about the trying to create animosity between the unknown pros and the pros and whether they're you know, and I thought I what I loved about what Paige did is she took, like you said a second ago, she took the numbers. She ran the numbers on attendance of each class and where the and I'll tell you, it was mind boggling though, if you look at I think she even took it over the last couple of two or three years. Yeah, so so it's,
2: overall so so far this year, overall participation is seventy six and some change percent shooting in known, known divisions. Classes. And twenty four and right. some change. Right. You're twenty three and some change. Whatever to equal hundred are right. shooting unknown divisions. Yep. And when you go into the an, or go into women's only, it's like 85 Yeah, exactly. Or like eighty seven percent and thirteen
0: percent. Right. Well, known versus unknown. And even the men's side is probably just as disparage in the amateur side class. Mm-hmm. You take into account semi pro and the unknown.
2: Well, there's there's two unknown divisions. Right. Or is it two? Two or three unknown divisions for uh, amateurs and everything else is known. It's known. Well, and the other
0: thing is, is you look at the first year they brought the known classes in and I remember when they did, their attendance like doubled mm-hmm. instantaneously. Yep. Because you pull all these fetus shooters in, these 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 NFAA field archery shooters in because now they have something that, you know, they can, you don't have to guess the yardage in other words. And let's yeah. be honest, IBO, which she never talked about, I mean, IBO is. Dying on the vine. The, Dude, the, they the,
2: I mean, their numbers are up this year. Were they, well, I, I think. Their numbers have been I, I will say, if you that look it's,
0: at the last two or three years, they've been up. I would say that some of that is due to the fact that known scores are so ridiculous. That's yeah. a
2: competitive class, man. Dude, it's
0: known all is all Across ridiculous. the board, amateurs
2: to pro, it's all competitive. Yeah, it's
0: hyper competitive more than I've ever seen it before. Um, and but I think, I think you might see a, a new resurgence of unknown shooters in the next four to five years if these scores keep
1: going north like they are right well, now. Well,
2: and some of that is, too, is, like, archery itself is growing. Like, we can talk all we want about how, you know, our, I know you know, exactly shops are. I know
1: exactly making it competitive. What? COVID. Well, yeah. <laughs> People got bored and sat in their People backyard and practice shot their that,
2: that <laughs> freaking <laughs> foam animal. But, I mean, archery's <laughs> growing, so why is it a bad thing that all of our classes and all of our organizations, why can't yeah. we all kick a goal here, fellas? Exactly.
0: Well, they don't, though. They love to, to create the, uh. Well, the animosity amongst amongst gotta peers have drama. Well, gotta and, have and drama.
2: Paige made a good Paige made a good comparison because I mean she'd said like you know I understand how these people that have shot unknown their whole life and dedicated their whole life to having that, that talent skill set. Yeah. and watching it kind of wash away like I feel the same way and she made the comparison as well to field like I mean I, I didn't grow up shooting it like Paige did but the first time I shot it I fucking I mean I love field
1: if it was be the only to sh- thing
2: to shoot, I like. If there was a full two or four, it would be the only thing I'd shoot. Yeah, best form of compound archery to me. But I mean, it's dying. dying it's dying. It's going away, and yeah. that I mean, it blows ass. Yeah, I'm upset about it, and I mean, I so I get it. I I share her sentiments on that, but yeah. like, yeah, because she's, I, she's it, like you.
0: She does feel it's the funnest form of archery.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's what she grew up doing, too. That's yeah. all they have out on the West Coast. The West Coast, yeah. Northwest. With Outlaw Tour and all their different field courses. Some best field courses I've ever shot are out there. Yeah. I'm devastated. I can't go to Darrington this year to shoot Yeah, shoot uh, field nationals. Those are the best field courses I've ever shot on. Really? Unbelievably fun. Yeah, that's crazy. But
0: Interesting podcast, though. It was pretty fun. If you guys haven't got a chance to listen to it, you buy out to listen. It's pretty neat. A lot of good... Yeah. She she
2: ended up putting a ton of factual evidence out there. I am curious about how they came to the numbers for uh, like viewership. If they were just looking at like Cam, peak, peak view, CRC. well, like you because you'd have to watch it live to know how many people were yeah watching. So I suppose you keep it up and you just like keep track of how many people it says are watching. Right. But what she said it was like for Open Pro was the highest viewed. And then second was theirs, and it was like Women's twenty thousand less viewership. Yeah, like that just seems like a large number. Big disparity between the two. I wouldn't. I wouldn't guess that there was twenty thousand viewers in total to lose.
0: Mm, now that it's on Sportsman's Channel, nah, there's a lot. That's a big deal.
2: That Sportsman's Channel contract getting them on there is huge for this for us for the archers. Why? So that like they can have one viewer per archery shop because that's the only thing any. Fucking outdoor store has open there's the only people yeah. watching Sportsman's channel no you'd be surprised i mean i
0: wonder how many million viewers they have a day it's got to be way up there sportsman yeah i if bet they. it's
2: less than you think i don't think really? i even have that on my well, i bet i bet it's less than you think you think
1: son. i think i have espn lo see if i can google that
2: i think it's more than you think
1: i have espn i mean i hope L-O-Tro. it is but
2: man, that uh, the uh, cable television's been dying for. a Well, long. and I agree. It's been with dying that. for a long time. Yeah, I agree. With so. Streaming
1: services are what is taking over. So, like World Cup, they get it streamed on the Olympic Channel.
2: Yeah. So dumb. Yeah. You ha- you still have to have a cable membership. Yeah, I can't watch it. Really? I can't watch it. Just, Not unless I have a and uh, like a CBS thing. No kidding. Through a like I have to log in through my cable TV provider. To access the Olympic Channel,
1: that's crazy because I just went to Olympics. dot com and, and it, it popped, popped right up. up.
2: Yeah, hmm. I mean, I haven't, I guess I didn't even try and log on to watch this one because I know last time I tried to, it I couldn't watch you. it. Yeah, that might have been the well, that might have been for twenty one or twenty 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 one because yeah, yeah. it was so now Olympic the Olympic
1: Channel is no longer on like cable packages. Yeah, because it, it was like NBC
2: Sports thing.
1: Yep, and they pulled it off, and now it's just a website.
2: Hmm. But I yeah, wish I had known that. Then I would have actually watched the World Cup this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> well, now you can watch World well, Champs. Whoops. I mean, I was going to figure out how to watch that. I was just <laughs> going to break into your house and break into your place and use your larger so than mine TV. Sportsman
0: channel numbers is 2.5 million people per month.
2: Per month. So that's, that's
0: average viewers per month, 2.5 million Like per in month. total? In total. 30 million a year. Are watching the Sportsman channel. That's their average.
3: Hmm.
0: So I wonder what that is per day. Per that's week. what I'm uh divided by four. That's six hundred and twenty five thousand viewers a week.
1: Math.
2: Roughly. That's just shy of ninety a day. Yeah. Ninety thousand. 90, views. Bro, there's there's a kid that opens presents <laughs> on YouTube. I do Opens toys yeah. on a in front of a camera on for the internet that gets 90,000 views in 5 minutes, fucking minutes exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I sports was, was ch- cable TV's not dying.
0: No, <laughs> it's dying. I there no argument for me that it's dying. I agree with that.
1: That's why everything's going online now.
2: Yeah. Well,
1: that's we're, why we're eventually going to be online one get, of these days. One of these days we learn, we're going to upload the, our
2: upload our brains we'll like the uh, that Johnny Depp movie.
1: Johnny Depp. No. Crank did it at first.
2: Well, yeah, no, that was what's his name licking a car battery. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, there's that movie with Johnny Depp and uh, uh, Paul Bettany where he uh, uploads his brain.
0: Oh yeah, and he's got the the he builds a big solar powered thing out mm-hmm. there and underground, and yeah, we're talking. About. That's a good movie. actually. That is a, really <laughs> weird. Like the girls in love with him, even though he's virtual yeah, yeah.
2: I, w- I saw it at, at 2 a.m in a hotel waking up to take a leak one night and I was like, oh shit that's, that's vision, vision. Yeah. yeah that's vision yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: good
0: one it's hilarious yeah that's cool no but yeah is an interesting podcast we just wanted to kind of talk through a little bit we have been talking about this actually us for a couple of years talking about the women's classes and whether we
2: do gnome pro or I mean I- do not do gnome Pro remember us debating that for a long time. Oh, a couple years I'm, ago. I'm I'm here for ASAB known, known 3D archery, and IBO be so IBO, I, in my opinion, having shot both. Granted, I haven't shot an IBO course in a very long time me either. Yeah, but the only IBO IBO stuff I ever shot was always national level stuff, and like I walked through some of the pro courses there, and like, bro, that if you can judge yardage at those things, like you're, you can judge yardage anywhere. Yeah, because it is. Genuinely hard, very hard. ASA, you can get away being a ground judger. Every okay, once in a while, well, you're going to get pegged with a you know a, a, a bear a loop, on a limb or, or something, or,
0: or an antelope in a ditch.
2: where You or can't a, see the dead ground, or all the it's way. all water. Yeah, exactly. Normally, that's <laughs> a, it. You look like you're shooting at a carp in a lake. Yeah.
1: So if ASA goes all known, the guys in unknown are going to be able to compete with the guys in known right now. Not, yeah, or they how don't do you, shoot it. The, I mean, <laughs> take away Levi and Dan. All so those guys, I've like said this: top guys, they can they, they would
2: still be competitive in our division. Yeah, like. But let me ask you a question: They're not.
1: They're,
0: it's not the same three guys week in and week out. No, the I, parody and
2: known pro is amazing. Mm-hmm.
1: Awesome. That's the one thing. That's
0: what I love about it. And I,
1: it's not and the it's same one, guy and 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 that's everything. why it's
0: shocking to me. That gives you that gives you a feel or an indication of how powerful their celebrity status is when Levi and Danny are the fixtures in the class and I hate to say it but Jacob Schluzars is right behind him now he's killing it I mean
2: he's coming up, up he's and coming,
0: coming up, but like but, but still their star power is so good that people never get bored of watching those two guys win and the viewership I mean, yeah. the, the viewership numbers that Paige to, posted speak to, be to fair, that. be fair
2: generally when they win they do a pretty fucking good job of it yeah same reason guys like watching Kyle do it they have less what was the last one kyle when he shot six of six bonus rings like yeah. that shit's entertaining to watch yeah because it's so it's hard and you know they and greg hell greg said it in his like they do have star power why do you think the women's female known pro is the number two viewed thing because page has, has star power not enough. like i'm not saying she's the only reason anybody ever watches that but like she's the biggest draw. No, she's a big draw. She's, she's a huge draw. She's social her. media wise,
3: mm-hmm. like te, she uh, has technical skill
0: power. wise, and then technical know how wise. She's got star yeah. power. Like, you get, you got to give Paige everything on that. Yeah. On that, she knows how to talk the talk technically. She knows how to shoot the damn bow extremely well, mm-hmm. and you oh, know she's easy on the eyes. To be honest, she Paige. Can. If you're listening, you're welcome i'm
2: just kidding but no seriously she's got everything so because i mean she she is she is the the package but but she's the draw for that class and that's why so i mean star power definitely has its thing but like i doubt it's i i mean i don't know if she's gone that this far in depth with it but i'd be curious to see like what the viewership is for known pro when it's you know when it's a jesse jesse chance well justin hannah you know, and a, yeah. one or two other guys right. that are big names, right. you know, uh, uh, Chris Perkins and mm-hmm. Stefan Hansen, if yeah. those were the guys in the top five versus not like trying not to throw shade them. or anything, yeah. but if it was like a me, me, you, Scott, and somebody else in right. there, like, right. I mean, star power is definitely going to play into some of that There's stuff. Like, Who but the
0: fuck are those
1: guys? Exactly.
2: Guys. <laughs> they had a good day, but no,
0: on a serious no, but I, the idea of them coming in I so said they wanted to shoot an asa event and it's all known pro um i think hey folks scott with leaving edge archery welcome to the show had a little bit of a break we apologize because our illustrious leader mr jason Tabansky, was no traveling
1: leader, the country i'm just a producer whatever i'm the producer bridger sitting on the casting couch hey, yep how long were you gone excuse you <laughs> three weeks
0: three weeks almost a month yeah yeah so it this felt guy like a month, too. yeah this guy was crazy he took off and uh for SoCal, but you went to a camp so I, with, I went
1: to, with Mel. Didn't know why. I went to his house to do a little little training before going to a prep camp. And then we did a week-long prep camp in SoCal in preparation for World Champs. And I was going to fly home, be here for five days, and then drive out to SoCal to shoot that. So I was like, I'm just going to stay here. <laughs> yeah. But I'll tell you what, you guys remember that scene in Dumb and Dumber where they're driving and, like, it's it's just flat and and he's like man i expected the rocky mountains to be a little rockier than this <laughs> and he's like that john denver's full of shit yeah whoever said sunny california is full of shit yeah exactly it was cloudy and cold
2: cold say it was yeah. like cold yeah i know i was talking to a few people after socal and they said it was like that i brought chilly. shorts
1: dude thank god i can't feel my legs i was gonna
2: say why are you worried about it <laughs> yeah no kidding it yeah, was. everybody yeah. was in jackets and
1: vests so yeah so socal you know i was there for two weeks did the camp um and then while we were practicing that weekend we saw the sun it warmed up it was like 72 i was like man this is fun um and then monday it was like the sun knew it was monday went back back to sleep cloudy 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 unofficial practice day sun's back out like sweet qualification day cloudy windy
2: no kidding just
1: yeah just not fun and then on elimination day we had to shoot at eight o'clock in the morning and i knew it was going to be crappy we i stayed out in coronado island on on north island at the navy base and we're driving over the bridge and you can't see anything right it's just socked in and we get we get down we go on the i think it's like 805 or whatever in the toll road and it's just moisture and sprinkling and it's in between like fog and and rain get to the field go out and like get on our targets and it starts sprinkling just like really <laughs> fine mist yeah and a little bit of wind and i think the temp was like at
2: 52 54 so geez yeah
0: 52 54 in june
2: yeah 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 crazy. it was just it was crazy all, all i can picture is you scott just coming fucking bitch oh i'd have been <laughs> oh, God, Freezing my butt off.
0: There's no doubt about
2: it. I want to see you in that. I think you're hey, Texified a little bit. But but here's I the mean thing. I'm sure I'd be chilled, but I'd welcome it. Yeah, like, but here's see, the
0: thing: now you came back to Texas and it's 105, died, bro. <laughs>
1: literally twice as hot. Yeah,
0: it's <laughs> dude. It's literally like when you got back is when it
2: started.
1: No, as soon as we came over the mountains, yeah. and down into uh, whatever uh, Death Valley, whatever it's yeah, called, yeah, yeah, I saw my my uh, temperature gauge go from like 56 to 94. God,
2: and everything cleared. You're lucky to like, blow up, dude. Break. It like you <sighs> walk outside the last few days here, and it's been up. so hot. Yeah, it's hot. it's ridiculous. I hot. wish I, I. It makes I'm, me want to sit down every time I walk. I'm telling out there. you, dude. I've I've been having to wake up at six o'clock
1: in the morning to be outside shooting at six thirty when the sun's out, so I can be done by ten o'clock. And say yeah, yeah, so you
2: can shoot enough before yep. it gets like obscenely hot.
1: And I've been lucky the last week because it's been overcast. Yeah. But I was I was telling Scott I I screwed up and shut my alarm off this morning. Woke up at 7:30 and I was outside by 7:45. Shot a half game and sky opened up. The sun came out. Done. Dude, it yeah. just cooks
2: It's the you, sun bro. that's it's a killer. Yeah. i'd say we should shoot at night but it's still 95 degrees Dude, at 10 o'clock yeah. at night. Yeah. i was gonna
0: say it we, i don't think it's pushing below 85 in and no, no no no.
1: heat advisories are going till like 9 10 o'clock at night yeah
0: exactly that's crazy it's been really hot that's for oh, sure
2: state well i'm shooting state field this weekend with yeah. your wife oh my gosh who last time we had a real hot tournament she uh she struggled, struggled with a little, ended up going, yeah. yeah ended up going to the the whatcha who's a place yeah so that'll be inter- interesting this yeah, weekend. Hopefully she's good, but so.
0: That's why we haven't been on, though, because Jason's not been around. He is our producer.
2: so He's we, the only one that knows how to push the button. No kidding, Apparently, dude. Apparently, Scott pushed the button today. Yeah, I did. I pushed it. Actually yeah, well, it, it, it he's I he don't like know how the, to set it up. Yeah, he's <laughs> like the old guy at a Mexican restaurant that can't speak any Spanish, and exactly. he has to sit on the end of the table so he can point at the. Yep. <laughs> point <laughs> number, at it. Numero two. So Scott's holding over the thing like, this, this button? The one that says <laughs> R-E-C. Th- this one? <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah. um and it's it's gonna get busier how's, how'd socal go socal was good uh once you know wind starts blowing at ten thirty in the morning in socal that's one thing that's predictable yeah left to right you know it's gonna be left to right it's yeah. gonna be gusting between i don't know eight to 12 miles an hour so once you you figure the wind out you're good to go yeah i mean i i was just doing me just holding middle and uh, it's not like I've got magnification to see a right. left X or whatever, like right. these guys. Um, but everybody else that I talked to talked to Alexis, and she, she was like, "Oh my God, you you aimed at the middle the whole time. I was aiming left ten <laughs> all day." It's like, well, I yeah. got like eight inches draw length on you too. Yeah, it the- just it just works out. But no, it, I think the tournament itself went well. I mean, I, I shot pretty good. I was mm-hmm. I was happy. You win uh, it. Yeah, yeah, I figured yeah, you. Yeah, I, I, I did good and and won my division. Um, there wasn't a lot of para athletes because it's the most expensive. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people went to camp and then went home, didn't want to come back out. Gotcha. So, on the on the able-bodied side, I mean, you guys saw there was some more. Well, Alexa, Alexa out.
0: won. Um, who got second? It wasn't Tanya? It was uh, no Alexa oh, beat page yeah, so, got I second. Paige got second. Liko third. Tanya. Tanya got mm-hmm. third. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. lexa lexa came out firing this year which is kind of cool
1: yeah she's she's looking like her old self yes yeah,
0: she is and then on the men's side jim, jim jimmy jimmy won uh, yeah, jimmy I, lutz i let him i let wire, him win that one yeah. wire to wire yeah he did win he, wire, to wire he was
2: yeah he qualified first by two points which now is a lot of points yeah in that class and then yeah then, then won the and then who got second the up runner
1: up um Good question. I
2: forgot. God,
0: we're so informative. I know. I know. We should be knowing this by the top of our head. I heard a rumor that old Mister Mikey Schlosser's got a little bit of TP, toilet what paper. Target pen.
2: <laughs> uh, homie, you've ever have you never watched the man shoot? Well, oh, God dang, he said he a dropped finals seven. match. He shot a seven. That's not Mike Schlosser like. So he was at SoCal. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And, I, mean,
1: I heard he didn't and, shoot good. No, he he qualified really well. Yeah, and then oh, um,
2: it was a uh, Jimmy Bodie, Braden. i oh, sorry, show you. Bodie a second,
1: yeah. and Braden beat mikey did yeah. yeah have
2: you that's never been, watched Mike shoot a? Chuta, oh yeah man, she he's, talks about it especially huh? like on he, a, he's like ah, as long as i get into the gold i'm good yeah especially on he's good through on the last first arrow. 15 last arrow is always that that <laughs> one is a toss-up yeah the last <laughs> so one's it's entertaining a, man yeah i mean if he's on like if he's lead if he's, he's, on, lead, if he's leading he's fine yeah but it's possible. yeah but Sometimes, man, sometimes it's, it's interesting to watch. So it's
0: funny you think about that. You've got, well, Braden's not a puncher. Bo Kwon But Jimmy one, He's a puncher. Yeah. Um, Braden shoots a hinge, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Bodie, I, don't know, I, I don't know what Bodie. Yeah, Bodie, Bodie shoots that the new, new prototype. Understand? Yeah. We got one of those in. That's interesting.
1: Does it come with target panic? <sighs> See, it's it, it, you know, I know. It's, 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 it's not a, that it's bad. a cool
0: release. It's yeah. actually cool. I, I sit there sometimes and struggle with the fact that you know, Bridger, you know this as well as I do. If you got a hundred pro archers, eighty of them are shooting no click.
2: Yeah, I mean I at least honestly I like it. I, I to me I can't get like there's too big of a jump in tension from click click to, to fire. fire. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, if but if that it's cool. window was narrower, I'd probably like it a lot. Yeah,
0: I, I think I, well, I'm trying to figure out, you know, the whole why. So Is I it adjustable? I'd have to talk to Joel's deal. I think it's adjustable to the click. You can, but not adjustable click to
2: fire. Okay. Correct. Yeah. So you can, if you set the travel, you can literally set the travel past the click, so yeah. that it'll operate just like a normal button. Right. right. Well, we got a couple of men I shot. It's
0: pretty cool. It's different. I mean, it. If you shoot your button like a hinge, it's. And you shoot with a clicker is pretty pretty badass,
3: mm-hmm.
0: and I you know and I, I actually I want to shoot around with it to see if if I get the same reaction because whenever I go to a button I my shots who knows where they're at even though I aim and hold better with a button um, they just shoot so much different when I so I know there's got to be some command going on with it to a degree yeah I'm gonna try it. it I'm gonna try it see what happens just get away cool from cool that. concept I guess yeah um, but yes. anyway so. Overall, though, there was a it was a good turnout. You guys have a record turnout.
1: There was a lot of people. Was there? There was. There was like seven hundred people.
0: Oh, sweet. Yeah, sweet, sweet. But
1: most of them were on the recurve, really and the junior side. Yeah, really? but still, that's a lot of people. Did from Brady California. win Ellison? Yeah. Did he? Yeah. Which, I mean, even you talk about people having off days. Brady had a little bit of a of a whoopsie out there, and he talked about it. He missed a bail for the first time in fifteen years. What? Yeah.
0: How did that happen?
1: Missed the belt. Well, just good question. Yeah. yeah just panicked just it out. Yeah. Just yeah, happened. Just happened. So he qualified like six, six or seven, something like that. And then came back and won
0: one in uh, eliminations. Yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah. So it was, it was interesting. Um. But yeah, lots of, lots of people out there shooting ridiculous and they no. all went from there to the world cup and the world cup was awesome
0: world cup was pretty good we do, do we i know mixed teams we won
1: so mixed team recurve got gold yeah then jenny got third individual recurve mm-hmm. brady got fourth and then on the compound side jimmy was second nick was third who um, beat jimmy uh abhishek object from Roma india, from india. Gotcha. which is crazy. That investment in Sergio is paying off for India.
0: Opshek's
1: okay. <laughs> been
2: shooting good for a long time.
0: He's been shooting good, but he's not been
2: a dude. Him and I post. used to swing back Let, and forth all the time. Really? Let's yeah, when I was shooting there.
1: Let's take him out of the equation. All the <laughs> other shooters from India that nobody had any idea who they are. And oh, now they've, they've stepped for, up their game. They a had lot. a 15-year-old or 16-year-old Indian girl that yeah. qualified first on the women's side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And They've had they've had one qualifying for at least top three in every single one of the stages.
0: Where is um where is Korea? Uh
1: actually the US stopped Korea from doing a clean sweep on in the, the recurve recourse, side. Yeah. Really? Yep, the yeah. US beat
2: Korea in the gold and the mixed yep. team. Wow.
1: Yeah. Brady beat uh Kim woo jin on the way on the way to his semifinal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then on the compound side you had um, it was Jimmy and, and Jim, Nick.
2: Jimmy and Nick shot. Oh, yeah, Nick so each other, yeah. and Jimmy decided
1: yeah. to drop a one fifty. Yeah. Um, beat yeah. cappers, and then cappers went and shot in one go- uh, his bronze. Yeah. So
0: that's cool. What yeah. are we do on the women's side? Who won?
1: Women's, women's side was Lico She Lico, beat Sarah. She Lopez. beat Sarah. Yeah, in the, on a one arrow shoot That's another one that's struggling with a little, a little
0: of, bit of TP. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, she was just you could see that she was a little shaken. Yeah. Um
0: somebody said she shot a seven.
1: Yeah. Wow. That's how go. that's how I bet you example. can look
0: back in time and never see that one
1: shoot a seven. Yeah. I, I, I can not till think about back it. to her first year. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it was Sarah and Alexis and Sarah won by one point. And then Alexis and Sophie, Dodimont and No, it wasn't Sophie. It was sorry, Sarah Priels. Yeah, and Sarah yeah. won. Yeah, by one point on that one too. Yeah, that's so.
0: cool. Yeah, some good inter- good competition, both domestic and internationally, in the last month.
1: Yeah, everybody's gearing up
0: that's for, for dang sure. for the and world the, championship. ASA has been dead. We didn't shoot this month.
2: Yeah, we did. There was uh, oh London, London. That's right, London, Kentucky, London, yeah. and then everybody everybody gets pissed off at Page she's good at archery yeah we're gonna talk about that a little bit aren't we i did finally finish listening to that one yeah
0: i listened to more than
2: half of it um for those of you who
0: are listening who don't know and i'm sure if you don't you don't follow archery on the social media world but page kind of went on a rant on Bo Junkie about something we've been talking about for a couple of years
2: we've talked I mean we've talked about it on our how, show how many times we've talked about it but it's been With a lot known versus unknown she had actual numbers which I thought which I appreciate yeah
0: and that was cool but you know we see those numbers but you know what's shocking though I was surprised the number of unknown man pros there actually are
2: their classes they've kind of they've kind of juiced back up there's to a reason they, why though. about where they were before
0: there's a reason why I believe my opinion um the known pro scores are so redonkulously high. A lot of guys are like, "Screw this! I'll go play the gamble of guessing yardage closer." Can't have a better chance. It's a bit. No, Part for real, of, it's harder. Probably harder got a get better into, chance.
2: Harder to get into the shoot off in the known pro than it is to shoot for the third podium spot behind Dan and Levi. A hundred percent, yes. Because on any given Sunday, if
0: you're hitting your numbers, you can and you can shoot a bow. You're going to get in. Yeah. I mean, so really? On the unknown
1: side, but on the known side, on the if you make his like, lights out. <laughs> eighteen to twenty-two will get you in a shoot-off. She on the every, unknown, every on the unknown, yeah, every, every time, every,
2: every time. single time, every time. Yeah. A lot of times you'll be that will usually, usually in the get top you top
1: fifty. No, on the on the known side, eighteen to twenty-two won't, it won't even, even cut get you fifty. No,
2: eighteen to twenty a day hardly get <laughs> yeah, you
0: a check. Exactly. <laughs> You're better off just sandbagging and trying oh, to get shit. the read up
1: Only hit half of them today. Dude, eighteen to twenty-two won't even get you into like the top on K forty-five. No, it's ridiculous. Yeah,
2: not to say it's harder because obviously I can't shoot unknown like it is. But like, man, you, man, you got to be on it. It's it's fucking hard to shoot that many that many bonus oh. rings every single time. Oh, and and
0: known and known. Yeah, it is it, the mental. To me, it's almost like shooting a thirty a twenty arrow Vegas round. Because you just can't. Literally, you can't miss. Yeah, you it's to the point. There's now only where,
2: one or two layups. Yeah, that you're taking yep. on that course. Yep. You know where, you know. Say it's a fifty yarder, and you're the first guy up on a black target. You may play a, a little bit safer than you would yeah. on a normal shot, or some, right. you know, right. on a forty yard target, or something like that. Other than that, now, but, you're gunning for all of them. You better be. Oh, I've never not tried. I mean, there's been plenty of times where I haven't aimed at it, but.
0: But that's you almost, not. A, you, that's but you not intentional. Have to.
2: Yeah, you almost have to. though. Well, I do. I try to aim at. I intend to aim at them. I just don't yeah. sometimes.
0: <laughs> but dude, it's it's insane. Their scores are ridiculous. You know. And then I think. Uh, well, who who won unknown that at at uh, London? Who was it? It was Dan. Did Danny win? Unknown? Mm-hmm. Okay, I couldn't remember. Then he, then he went back to what week? Two weeks later, this past week he won. uh I won IBO IBO yep. Erie Pennsylvania. I think it was yeah so he's he's back and back on business i thought him losing on that weight was going to kill him but he's seems to be back
2: in the saddle so he said he was fishing too much <laughs> yeah somebody had a post they keep fishing bro <laughs> yeah somebody asked him why he lowered his weight and he said he, he's he been fishing too much yeah <laughs> that's pretty funny But you ain't been fishing
0: at all it's <laughs> out of commission i want to talk about it anyhow um yeah, but it's been uh, it's been an interesting target season. And then on the girl, women's side, so anyways, go back to this Paige thing. So Paige was kind of bringing up, apparently she was getting a lot of hate or there was a lot well, of hate coming on amongst conversation about unknown versus known women pro.
2: Yeah, and like with Paige, it was more, at least from what I got from it, it was more that like people were, amateurs were coming after her saying that she was going to, shoot everybody out of the class and try, you know, and that she need either a, she was going to make everybody else quit the class because she kept kicking their ass, which yeah. I mean, hell, she had said even last year when it, before it was the women's known pro and it was just the women's K 50 was all they had like at the last two ones, she got like fourth and fifth place. Like she hasn't won all the, every single one of them, no. yeah, one of them, she's been to like, she's on a hot streak right now, but her biggest thing was like, Hey, you know, you guys are saying I'm like shooting against people that aren't as good as me, and you know I'm outclassing whatever. Like, do you you know who that sh- who she's shooting with? Like Cassidy Cox is a multi-time multi-time US team member, has been to one multiple Redding. international events has one ready last year,
0: didn't she? Mm-hmm.
2: Not ready. Sure she's she's Redding. a indoor world champion. Yeah. Tanya's won on literally every, every single, single, single venue. Yeah, exactly. Every single venue there is, multi-time world champion, multi-time Vegas Linda, champion, Linda, Cho was shooting and Linda who's you know a hot, everything. hilariously decorated international shooter when she was shooting for Mexico yeah. and the U.S. She's mm-hmm. she won a gold medal with the U.S. last yep. year. Like, I mean, you, you like do you do you know who that who she's shooting against? Like yeah. world champions and world record holders and shit like that. Like, so she was upset about that, and then she said, you know, like Dan and Levi have been dominating the men's open for the last 15 years forever and nobody nobody's upset about it yeah so like she's they're not kicking people out of their class Mm -hmm. so i don't think anybody i
3: I
0: don't i don't don't see uh, the top women i mean yeah i don't see that as an issue but i know the i think there was also a lot of talk about the trying to create animosity between the unknown pros and the pros and whether they're you know, and I thought I what I loved about what Paige did is she took, like you said a second ago, she took the numbers, she ran the numbers on attendance of each class and where the, and I'll tell you it was mind boggling though, if you look at, I think she even took it over the last couple of two or three years. Yeah, or so so it's,
2: overall, so so far this year, overall participation is seventy six and some change percent shooting in known, known divisions. Classes and 24 and right. some chain you're right. 23 and some change, whatever to equal 100 are right. shooting unknown divisions yep. and when you go into the an, or go into women's only it's like 85% yeah
0: exactly or like 87% and
2: 13% right. well known versus unknown
0: and even the men's side is probably just as disparaging the amateur side class mm-hmm. you take into account semi-pro
2: and the unknown well there's there's two unknown divisions right or is it two two or three unknown divisions for uh, amateurs and everything else is known? It's
0: known. Well, and the other thing is, as you look at the first year they brought the known classes in, and I remember when they did, their attendance like doubled
3: mm-hmm.
0: instantaneously. Yep. Because you pull all these fetus shooters in, these 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 NFAA field archery shooters in, because now they have something that, you know, they can, you don't have to guess a yardage in other words. And yeah. let's be honest, IBO, which she never talked about, I mean, IBO
2: is dying on the vine the, dude. they're the, i mean their numbers are up this year or they well i i think their numbers have been i, I will up. say if you that look at the last two or three years they've
0: been up i would say that some of that is due to the fact that known scores are so ridiculous that's dude, a
2: competitive class man dude it's known all all is across ridiculous. the board amateurs to pro it's all competitive yeah it's
0: hyper competitive more than i've ever seen it before um and but i think i think you might see a, a new resurgence of unknown shooters in the next four to five years if these scores keep going north like they are right well
2: now. and some of that is too is like archery itself is growing like we can talk all we want about how you know our i know, you know exactly shops what's are,
1: making it competitive what covid well yeah <laughs> people got bored and sat in their people backyard get, and practice shot that, their ass off freaking <laughs> foam animal
2: but i mean archery's <laughs> growing so why is it a bad thing that all of our classes and all of our organizations why can't yeah. we all kick a goal here fellas? exactly
0: well they don't though they love to to create
2: the uh well, the
0: animosity amongst, amongst gotta peers. have, drama. Well, gotta and, have and
2: drama. Paige made a good, Paige made a good comparison because I mean, she'd said like, you know, I understand how these people that have shot unknown their whole life and dedicated their whole life to having that, that talent skill yeah. and watching it kind of wash away. Like I feel the same way. And she made the comparison as well to field. Like, I mean, I, I didn't grow up shooting it like Paige did, but the first time I shot it, I fucking, I mean, I love field. If it was the only thing to shoot, I like. If there was a full two or four, it would be the only thing I'd shoot. Yeah, best form of compound archery to me. But I mean, it's dying. Dying, It's dying. It's going away, and that I mean, it blows ass. Yeah, I'm upset about it, and I mean, I so I get it. I I share her sentiments on that, but like,
3: yeah, Yeah, because she's she's like you. She
2: does feel it's the funnest form of archery. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's what she grew up doing, too. That's yeah. all they have out on the West Coast. The West Coast, yeah. Northwest. With Outlaw Tour and all their different field courses. Some best field courses I've ever shot are out there. Yeah. I'm devastated. I can't go to Darrington this year to shoot Yeah, shoot uh, field nationals. Those are the best field courses I've ever shot on. Really? Unbelievably fun. Yeah, that's crazy. But
0: Interesting podcast, though. It was pretty fun. If you guys haven't got a chance to listen to it, you probably ought to listen. It's pretty neat. A
2: lot of good... Yeah. She, she ended up putting a ton of factual evidence out there. I am curious about how they came to the numbers for, uh, like, viewership. If they were just looking at, like, Cam, peak, peak view. Well, like, you because you'd have to watch it live to know how many people were yeah. watching. So I suppose you keep it up and you just, like, keep track of how many people it says are watching. Right. But what she said, there's, like, for Open Pro was the highest viewed... And then second was theirs, and it was like Women's twenty thousand less viewership. Yeah, like that just seems like a large number. Big disparity between the two. I wouldn't, I wouldn't guess that there was twenty thousand viewers in total to lose. Mm, now that it's on Sportsman's Channel, nah,
0: there's a lot. That's a big deal. That Sportsman's Channel contract getting them on there is
2: huge for this for us for the archers. Why? So that like they can have one viewer per archery shop because that's the only thing any fucking outdoor store has open there's the only people yeah. watching Sportsman's channel
0: no you'd be surprised i mean I wonder how many million viewers they have a day it's got to be way up
1: there sportsman yeah i if bet they. it's less than you think i don't think really? i even have that on my like cable. Cable I, bet network? I bet it's
2: less than you think you think
1: son. i think i have espn lo see if i can google that
0: i think it's more than you think
1: i have espn
2: i mean i hope L-O-Tro. it is but, man, I did, uh, uh, cable television has been dying, for, well, a long, been dying for a long time. Well, yeah, and I agree with It's been dying for a long time. I agree with Streaming
1: services are what is taking over. So, like, World Cup, they get it streamed on the Olympic channel.
2: Yeah, so, dumb. Yep. you ha- you still have to have a cable membership. Yeah, I can't watch it. Really? I can't watch it. Just, Not unless I have, a and, uh, like, a CBS thing. No kidding. Through a like I have to log in through my cable TV provider to access the Olympic channel.
1: That's crazy. Cause I just went to the Olympics.com and, and it, it popped, popped right up. up. Yeah.
2: Hmm. I mean, I have I guess I didn't even try and log on to watch this one. Cause I know last time I tried to, it I couldn't watch you. it. Yeah. That might've been the, well, that might've been for 21 or twenty 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 one because yeah. it was So now Olympic the Olympic
1: channel is no longer on like cable packages. Yeah, because it now was like NBC Sports thing. Yep, and they pulled it off, and now it's just a website. Hmm. But
2: I yeah, wish yeah, I had so known that. Then I would have actually watched the World Cup this weekend.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, now you can watch World well, Champs.
2: Whoops. I mean, I was going to figure out how to watch that. I was <laughs> just going to break into your house and break into your place and use your larger so, than mine TV. Sportsman
0: Channel numbers is 2.5 million people per month.
2: Per month. So that's that's average
0: viewers per month, two point five million Like per in month. total? In total. Thirty million a year. Are watching the sportsman channel. That's their average.
3: Hmm.
0: So I wonder what that is per day. Or per that's week, what I'm uh divided by four, that's six hundred and twenty-five thousand viewers a week. Math. Roughly.
2: That's just shy of ninety it's, a day. Yeah. 90,000 90, views bro there's there's a kid that opens presents <laughs> on YouTube I that I opens going. toys yeah. on a in front of a camera for the internet that gets 90,000 views in five minutes, fucking minutes exactly <laughs> but yeah <laughs> was sports gonna was gonna was shit, cable TV's not dying
0: no, <laughs> it's dying I there's no argument for me that it's dying I agree with that
1: that's why everything's going online now yeah that's Boy. why we're eventually going to be online one of get, these days. One of these days. We learn, We're going to we upload the, our
2: upload our brains we'll like the uh, that Johnny Depp movie.
1: Johnny Depp. No. Crank did it at first.
2: Well, yeah. No, that was, what's his name? Licking a car battery. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, there's that movie with Johnny Depp and uh, uh, Paul Bettany where he uh, uploads his brain.
0: Oh, yeah. And he's got the, the he builds the big solar powered thing mm-hmm. out there and underground and yeah, we're talking. About. That's a good movie. Actually, That is w- really weird. <laughs> like the girl's in love with him, even though he's
2: virtual. Yeah, yeah. I, w- I saw it at, at two a.m. in a hotel, waking up to take a leak one night, and I was like, "Oh shit, that's that's, that's Vision." Yeah, it's yeah. yeah. Vision. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> good one. <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah, that's cool. No, but yeah, it's an interesting podcast. We just wanted to kind of talk through a little bit. We had been talking about this actually us for a couple of years talking about the women's classes and whether we do known pro or i mean I, do not do known pro remember us debating that for a long time
2: oh a couple years I'm, ago i'm i'm here for asa be known known 3d archery and ibo beyond so ibo question. I, in my opinion having shot both granted i haven't shot an ibo course in a very long
0: time me either yeah
2: but the only ibo ibo stuff i ever shot was always national level stuff and like i walked through some of the pro courses there and like Bro, that if you can judge yardage at those things, like you're, you can judge yardage anywhere, yeah, because it is genuinely hard, very hard. ASA, you can get away being a ground judger every okay, once in a while. You're going to get pegged with a you know a, a bear a lo- on a limb or, or something, or, or an antelope in the ditch. Where you or can't a, see the ground, all or away. it's all water.
3: Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> Normally,
2: that's a, it. You look like you're shooting at a carp in a lake. Yeah.
1: So if ASA goes all known. The guys in unknown are going to be able to compete with the guys in known right now. Uh, not, yeah, or they How don't do shoot be, it. The, I, I mean, and, take away Levi and Dan, all so those guys. I've like said this, the top guys, they can they shoot. Would, they <laughs> would
2: still be competitive in our division. Yeah, like.
0: But let me ask you a question: They're not. They're, it's not the same three guys week in and week out. No, the I'm, parody in known pro is amazing. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. That's the one thing. That's what I love about it,
1: and I. It's not the it's same one, guy winning anything. And that's everything. why it's
0: shocking to me. That gives you. That gives you a feel. Or an indication of how powerful their celebrity status is when Levi and Danny are the fixtures in the class. And I hate to say it, but Jacob Schluzars is right behind him now. He's killing it. I mean, he's coming up, up he's and coming, coming up. But, coming, up but, like, but, but still, their star power is so good that people never get bored of watching those two guys win. And the, I mean, yeah. and the, the viewership numbers that Paige to, posted speak to be To be fair,
2: that. generally when they win, they do a pretty fucking good job of it. Yeah. Same reason guys like watching Kyle do it. They have less what was the last one Kyle won? he shot six of six bonus rings yeah. like that shit's entertaining to watch yeah because it's so it's hard and you know they and Greg hell Greg said it in his like they do have star power why do you think the women's female known pro is the number two viewed thing because Paige has, got star, Paige power. has star power like yeah. I'm not saying she's the only reason anybody ever watches that but like she's the biggest draw no, she's a big draw she's, she's a huge draw she's social
0: media wise mm-hmm. like te, she uh, has technical skill power. wise and then technical know-how wise she's got star yeah. power like, you get, you got to give paige everything on that yeah. on that she knows how to talk the talk technically she knows how to shoot the damn bow extremely well mm-hmm. and know oh, she's easy on the eyes to be honest paige, can, if you're listening you're welcome I'm just kidding,
2: but no, seriously,
0: she's got everything. So because I mean, she is
2: she is the the package, but but she's the draw for that class, and that's why. So I mean, star power definitely has its thing, but like, I doubt it's I. I mean, I don't know if she's gone that this far in depth with it, but I'd be curious to see like what the viewership is for known pro when it's, you know, when it's a Jesse Jesse Chance, well Justin Hannah you know, and a, yeah. one or two other guys oh, right. that are big names, right. you know, uh, uh, Chris Perkins and mm-hmm. Stefan Hansen, if yeah. those were the guys in the top five versus not like trying not to throw shade them. or anything, yeah. but if it was like a me, me, you, Scott, and somebody else in right. there, like, right. I mean, star power is definitely going to play into some of that There's stuff. Like, Who but the fuck are those guys? Exactly.
0: Are they? <laughs> <laughs> they had a good day, but no, on a serious note, but I, the idea of them coming in I so said they wanted to shoot an ASA event and it's all known pro um, I think that Levi and Danny are still competitive but I don't think they're going to be a shoe in an automatic no. to win that win that class no because I've always said this they're they're human rangefinders finders mm-hmm. that's what separates them from everybody else when they can guess within a half yard and I'm good at two and a half yards I mean, we're, I'm not winning a lot
2: be real they ain't guessing no they know <laughs> like it's and it's like I don't want to take away the skill that that is because it is it's a real deal something that's unbelievable so it's incomprehensible to me I used yeah. to judge used to judge a little bit used to do some of it and man I just never got the got the knack for it nope. that's one
0: of them skill sets you I think you have or you don't and yeah. the guys who are doing well on you know and so it's a great idea though you go ASA all known and go Ibo all unknown and you kind of you kind of kind of
2: draw a line in the sand and you get you I think you I, I mean know. Ibos already drawn that line yeah. They said we'll never have a known class. Never. Never do a known division. Yeah. It's true. I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, Heaven forbid something seems logical. That's a, well, I don't get me started. I don't know. I mean, you would, I from a business decision, it would not be a good move for Josh right now because they, because you would end up losing Dan and Levi. And those are the two biggest draws that he has at the moment in that class yeah without a doubt no overall, well not even that not class, just the, class overall. the overall event
0: people love and I because you see it all the time you get these new shooters are coming in to shoot amateurs and Levi or Danny walks by and they're you talking about starstruck you watch him just stop and just stare, well dude I mean no, we've it. said
2: that that's the most interesting or the one unique thing sport. about archery Absolutely. that is cooler than any other yeah any other professional level sport is there's no there, like there's no division. Well, there's no, yeah, there's no like, division where it's not a line the There's sand. nowhere yeah. else, no other sport you can go and rub shoulders with the world's best, best. like at the same event. Yeah. If you're doing and, it, if you if you are rubbing shoulders with the world's best golfers, it's because you paid five grand plus for a ticket. Yeah. To go be inside the ropes yeah, or but you're on the not driving Exactly. You're not, exactly. That you're not well, that's what, that.
0: what I mean. You're not playing. Then the FITA is even more you're different because you're bail. shooting the same bail as them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're, there's no designation as pro and amateur. It's,
1: and i like i said Senior. earlier the mm-hmm. only reason why jimmy won socal I, I gave him a pass <laughs> did you get not, shoot off against him i i shot so i won my first match and then i shot with jimmy the second oh, one, lord and i what I do you what do pop you with 149 oh, God. i just didn't feel like shooting the last 10 <laughs> <laughs> i was like jimmy it's all yours. you so. can have it dude yeah. i'm
0: done i'm hot <laughs>
1: he just he distracted no, i was cold <laughs> you was, were cold i was freezing <laughs> and i was distracted he kept on talking about bush peach Bushlight Peach. Oh hell oh, yeah, God! Dude, I can't I was, find it down here. I was in a sandwich of. Is Bush it really Light... a
0: Bushlight Peach? Yeah, yeah. I was sandwiched between the two Bushlight The Bush number Light of lovers. jokes, the number of jokes you could make with that, but I'm going to
1: go there. It was Jimmy behind me, me, <laughs> yeah, Chris, Shaf in, oh, in front God. of me, and there we're all three talking about Bushlight Peach. That was that was like. I'm gonna Have you tried make it? A... No, I can't.
2: I can't find it down here. Oh okay. Yeah, I had a couple buddies at home that bought it. so it was pretty damn good. Really better better, like better than the apple and it wasn't like sickly sweet like yeah. the apple was, was wild. but yeah so you bush light peach that's hilarious gotta try that because you're a bush light freak i'm sorry i you, I'd you literally have, have like hard. a dozen t-shirts
0: bush light <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome but yeah to back to that point one of the few sports where you get a chance to yeah to stand on the Practice line as an amateur, and Levi could come stand. over right behind you and yep. pra- start mm-hmm. warming up and practicing on yeah. the veil.
1: And they'll turn around and talk, give you tips, yeah, oh, give absolutely you talk advice, to you, yeah. help you do everything. Yeah. yeah,
0: they're pretty accessible, and they're all very few of those guys are jerks. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, but yeah, I think that it would be interesting to see them but I don't think it'll ever happen. The Unknown and known division between the two organizations.
2: I mean, I I would think that. There would, you know, we were. It was funny. We were talking before we started recording about how some manufacturers don't like our show. I think there'd probably be one or two manufacturers that would not like to have the unknown divisions go. Oh away. heck, no, they wouldn't. One very specific one. Yeah, they would. That may or may not be the whole reason, reason that it's ASA a lot exists. of it's still there. Yeah, exactly.
0: No doubt about it. You know what would be interesting too? I think it would be kind of cool if, and this is really thinking outside the box, but you know, we talked about the NFAA. You know unfortunately field archery is dying i think it's terrible um bad 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 if i was bruce right now and trying to find a way to resurrect my brand um he's got vegas which is huge he's got you know even outdoor nationals is a pretty big deal in the in the nfa in the field archery world but to your point it's in darrington washington this year Say, greg, how much greg, does it cost you to get there I'm greg curious.
2: greg made a uh, an interesting uh, little factoid he said when field nationals is not in yankton the nfa comes out like five plus grand every time out of pocket yeah. in order to host it right but when like they they're able to make a little bit of cheese in, yankton. in yankton because yeah. they own and then when it goes to either Darrington facilities.
0: or where in pennsylvania it goes mechanics uh, Mechanicsburg, yeah their are at least is somewhat probably more accessible
1: dude right now wise.
2: i think what you've you said you had found a flight on on flight tracker or something that was like Four hundred and eighty bucks. Yeah, five just shy five hundred bucks to but where to Seattle, and then you got to drive an hour and a half. Yeah, hour and a half, two hours or something like that. But the yeah. last time I went there, it cost me 2500 $2, bucks. Uh, yeah, probably all in, all Hotel, in, forever. car, food, mm-hmm. yeah, entry fee. Yeah, it was probably twenty five hundred bucks. Yeah,
0: and that's I think one of the issues. So I had this epiphany when we we're to think about how does the NFA change and resurrect themselves.
2: Um, dude i think they should start a 3d tour don't have a bunch of old fat guys running all their stuff well, that too but why not run, i mean
0: why not run a 3d event take up the opa you got the you got the field archery event set up set up a 3d get rid of the bales set up 3d
2: i mean I would, i'd be here for an opa style 3d and mark Heck a dot, yeah. like On a, a top field archery target 3d and you call it the nfaa mark 3d Like just like reading go run with this oh, just do a safari tour yeah, just give me a safari tour. Exactly. Two arrows, two arrows a piece. Yeah, two arrows a target.
0: They would, you know, even if they went safari tour with the paper flat faces with the animals. On, that's
2: that. Yeah, that's yeah. So I'm saying bank. not having
0: 3D. You mm-hmm. can, so you're using your existing bales. You know, two arrows a target, twenty eight targets. You're in and out in what three hours, three and a half, three hours, probably three and a half.
2: Yeah, you could do t- like twenty targets. Yeah, I don't know. I I I don't know. I wish there was something with field that we could do to. To get it get it back
0: well there's no other venue like it where the technical side of archery your 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 axe three axes have to be perfect your your freaking cuts have got to be perfect you got to be able to I mean, read like, a cut and I mean, understand yeah, where it is
2: i mean that's for me that's know your why bow. that's why i love field archery the most because yeah. it's the one thing where like obviously 3d you know you got to make sure your shit's right side tape whatever but if your site's not level, it's not that it big deal. You know, three D guys good. They'll get. Go, oh man, there's a cut on this one. It's like four degrees, and it's a two <laughs> you guys, tenths of a you yard start cut. Laughing? <laughs> yeah, two tenths of a yard cut. Oh, watch the side hill on this one, guys. Like nothing, like you know. So there's really nothing that too yeah. terribly intense. There's only you get a l-
1: person that shit affects me yeah <laughs> <I'm in> a <laughs> stupid chair that i'm side well yeah, scott yeah. had to hold on to my chair
2: last year before dude yeah Coleman yeah yeah but literally like, but you know but for, from that, a tech other than making sure your sight tape is good yeah you know and if you're shooting unknown you got to figure out whether it's your sight tape or your yardage judging mm-hmm. you know is off but you know that's really the only technical side of it you know in outdoor feet like Help, there's probably less than 10 people out there at socal that had a sight tape on their bow like you just move your sight until you Only hit the middle the and leave it were there. there from shooting london or were yeah. going to london yeah, yeah. so yeah. you just have you know you just move your sight until you hit the middle right you know so there's very little little technical side to that same with indoor you know those are all show of show of marksmanship which mm-hmm. to me field is like encompasses everything everything because they tell you how far it is they tell you where to aim they have a regular ring size target for you to aim with, yep. but you know the technical side of it's on top of that. Yep. And not that we shoot all that highly technical courses here in the states. Nothing compared to to Europe, like the pro series stuff right. that the that they used to shoot or um, stuff. Shoot but targets like, on a crane at dude at a sixty degree angle. I mean, you're you you're a good bow mechanic if you did your normal toss your bow together at 10 o'clock the night before thing and try to go out and shoot one of those courses in Darrington. (laughs) You're done. (laughs) Like that, let me tell you, that shit is a humbling experience. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll tell you as
0: huge as you would like, since you'd like courses like that, even a lot more, a lot harder than Canyon is go over and shoot Louisiana's when they go to Shreveport.
2: I heard somebody say that it's, the Shreve sport, the no one, was
0: a good course. Their eighty up walk up, dude, is that angle right there? Eighty yard walk up. It's it's like no 12, joke. 15 plus. Yeah, it's a hammer, and it, it's up and down like that all over the place and big cuts. I mean,
1: we saw one on the on our way to the airport in San Diego. Mm-hmm. There was one right there on the side of the highway too, and it was like into a uh, hill canyon. Yeah, and you talk about some some inclines and yeah, some. I think I've seen
0: that course because I've been to San Diego a lot. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's on the way right by the forest and it's, I mean, it's fenced and you could see the targets on the yeah, hillside, like up in the hillside, straight up. Yeah. yeah. Dude, like, man, that's dude, a tough that, archery.
2: It's tough and it's fun to shoot, man. Yeah. Cause when you do hit that thing, like, so you draw, back, draw your bow back and point it straight up in the air. So you haven't shot bubbas this
0: year, have you yet?
2: Yeah. I shot it twice. You, this year you, you shot it? I've, I shot. So you shot the new uphill bird? Yeah. I shot, I okay. went and shot it before Redding. He okay. still had feet okay. of field faces All out right, there so because see. they shot the feet of State feet of field. Gotcha. And then I went and shot that Cy Watt, shot two down. Uh, that's right. You shot a couple same weeks, weeks ago. A weekend I shot. Yeah. So yeah. you shot
0: that uphill bird. That's, a, mm-hmm. that's no joke. That's a tough That's target. a fun target, man. Yeah, boy.
2: Like, I think those ones are fun as hell because you, like, it's genuinely a challenge to hit it. Yeah. Like so we're not, talking about, what's the bird? Uh, four yards? It was a birdie target. So it was, uh, no, that one was a 15. A 15 yarder. Or no, but we it shot it on the hunter side. So it was a 14 15. 14 15, but it was.
0: Angle I mean of it's attack. probably
2: 30 25 I think the top I think the top one on the verticals when it's the field at 25 yards if you shoot at the very top one I measured it and it was like 29 or 31 yeah, that's no joke like it's it's, it's a poke man like with it's a hinge, tough angle
0: It was hard to get it to go Yeah it's a I tough shaking angle I was like a leaf trying to make that shot
2: But and, like shit like that when it's when it's challenging to hit and to the point where it's not an expectation like and maybe you know maybe i'm way off base talking to you know amateur may have a different feel about it or somebody that hasn't shot field before but like you know i go out and shoot at Bubba's. i expect to shoot you know one or two like one down or clean like i go out trying to shoot a 560 so i Mm -hmm. expect to hit everything right and you know when you have a shot that's genuinely challenging that's tough to hit you shoot it and you're like okay good i made a good shot on that like it's fuck, it that's a you fucking feel tough shit. Yeah. yeah you it's, feel accomplished. Yeah. It's, it's, coo- it's cool to feel accomplished. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's just like having a 50, you know, you got a 52 yard bomb at the ASA and it's a black target and you're the first guy up and you don't donut it. Like you turn around off the stake and be like, hell yeah, boy. <laughs> Throw around strut a little bit. Feels yeah. good. <laughs> and exactly. you know, there are courses where we shoot with field Darrington's that way. Like I remember. Cause me and David Hauser shot five sixties <laughs> and that was like the first two five sixties shot. And like, Four or five years, yeah, on a between anybody, and we both shot. We were shooting on the same bail, yeah. That's all, you doing. know. So like doing shit like that's cool as hell. Hell, there's a sixty five yarder. I can't remember which course it is, but it's like twenty five or twenty seven degrees uphill for the sixty five, which is like the second hardest target on a field course.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Switch gears a little bit and talk about tech a little bit. Um. When it comes to field archery, let's stay on that genre, which is a lot like Fida, mm-hmm. kind of because you're, you're you're aiming at a target with a with a with a marked dot.
3: Yeah. You, do you you
0: you shoot pin or you shoot a
2: stick on? Uh, both, really. Yep. So for because I I've always struggled on the field round because from aiming at it because I've always shot like a dark dot like a black dot blue black dot dots. green dot something like that. So for a long time I would run. Uh, like just a regular green dot, but there are certain targets like the 50 yarder or like once you get towards the back end of uh some of the targets, like I couldn't literally couldn't get a dot small enough to fit inside the ring still. So like, like shooting the the 30 yard face on the field range, like that one, it, my, my dot would cover the entire fiber. So I switched to using a black dot with a green fiber. So now like shooting the hunter round black, black face white center i can just leave the dot off or turn the or leave leave my light off or turn it on very dim and then i've just got a black dot covering the center and for the field black dot doesn't really matter how much of it i cover up because i just center the pen. gotcha
0: yeah because if you shot a black dot on the hunter round that's got to be kind of weird because your black dot's going to cover the black
2: face of the blacks the black or the uh, on the field or the field round. i'm sorry it's yeah, going to cover the black
0: center and you and that's There's why it's got to be a spatial
2: problem. That's why I always struggle with it. I think up until up until I switched this, the highest I would shot in a field course was like a fifty six. I four. think, yeah. So like four, four, three or four down. So fifty six yeah. or fifty seven. And yeah. since I switched that, I've shot nothing but like fifty eight plus. Gotcha. Just because go, I can see it better. If you I, were to go to Fita, what do you you're running? I ran the exact. Well, this year in Arizona, I ran the same thing. I just Did left just, my light off because you know you're not can't have a light. Jaybird, you run dot or you run fiber fiber he's got yeah, a gigantor fiber well they he can't huh 40.
0: where how did you get a 40 fiber the internet
3: really
1: i i Just, run a, who's a drill, uh,
0: you, so you're having your lens custom
1: drilled i don't run a lens i run a shibuya uh 12 millimeter recurve site
0: oh that's right you're running that. um w w1 yeah forgot
1: yeah so, so i run that with either a blue a blue fiber or a called the hazard yellow yeah yeah blue ever since the homeboy over here taught me about blue and talked to a couple other people apparently blue is calming so when you look at blue, it is your mind is like more at ease
0: do you see blue good enough to oh, yeah. aim at? i don't see it good enough
1: hey, well when i'm outside on a 40 pin and that's, that's it's a big like ass high fiber. def <laughs> it's like high def uh fiber that i got from nan optics yeah it is bright right yeah so that's good, but when I run a scope and a and a peep, I usually run a, a blue fiber.
2: Yeah. What, what power? You what power you run in, in lens, Bridger? Uh, for spots I run four. Good. I've got a one mil dot and then a 19 fiber through the middle of it. And you're running six. And and I run a six and with a 19 3D. for 3D. 3D. Right. So, I center drill for everything. Gotcha.
1: Yeah, I do. I go six for everything, including indoor. Yeah, you're psycho. You're one Sixth of Six power guys. with uh. I think I've got a nineteen.
2: Yeah, you're crazy. I just don't want to shake that much, dude. Already nervous. I don't know how he does it.
1: <laughs> it's easy. What? As it turns out, when you punch, you don't have to sit there and aim for a whole long period of time. No,
0: that's crazy. I just can't. I can't do it. I, I like mean, I've shot. I run a two indoor. I've shot in a couple. Middle,
2: pow. Shot a couple <laughs> really good Vegas games with my three D bow, running that six. Yeah. that's So I thought about messing around with it, but it's just so calm. It's so much calmer. Oh, point yeah. with a four power yeah, yeah. that's I why i tried an eight one time two is even better
0: i don't know how anybody remember when we had a customer barry pool came over right here with what was that an eight he's got he's got an eight yeah it was he's a got lot. a eight Dude, i right looked now. through it and got an instantaneous headache yeah no, i like i'd look through his scope and peep and i went i mean my head started pounding it was like vertigo times a thousand yeah it's, i mean it it's was bad. like everything Ooh, i mean page, page
2: sheets an eight for everything yeah, seven crazy. seven to seven to eight that's a lot. A lot of power.
1: See, I think a, a five for like outdoor feta a five is pretty good too. Yeah. That's Not pretty Not too cool. bad. Five is. I awesome. mean,
2: any four to six is pretty
0: standard. So one thing I think is cool. I was reading. I forget where I read this at. Where was it? I read it on the internet, of course, um, on one of the pages. But no, I think I read that Darton is actually leading the manufacturer's trophy right now. Oh, as far as most tournaments won? Most tournaments won. Or, you know, most place podiums and they're winning. It's kind of like uh, the Manufacturer of the Year for NASCAR. Yeah. I What I read is Darton right now is leading hmm. in among all disciplines. I mean, everything. You think about it, though, you know, that bow and that company is coming out of nowhere this year. Um, And they podiumed a lot, male and female. Right. I know. No, I
2: don't want to talk about that. I don't want to even bring it up. I mean, nobody knows. Nobody, nobody knows where he's going. I'm calling out to him Place your bets. Not talk about late. Jimmy
0: Jimmy Lutz. Jimmy Lutz, if nobody knows, just left Darton, and nobody. He's been really cryptic about where he's going.
1: Yeah, it's kind of. Kind I'm of telling like you, when the only two left. companies,
0: the only two companies that I think got the cheddar that he's going to draw. And Hoyt's got to be pissed right now because they don't have a U.S. domestic shooter that's doing anything except for in the female side. Lico, of course. I mean,
2: the householder's just one. He's won well, at least one ASA this year.
0: Yeah, but not, not on the 3D not side. On the, not
2: on the FETA side. Oh, and feta, that's unheard yeah. of.
0: And that's where they make their cheddar, let's be honest, internationally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So for them not to have that, I mean, I see them offering Jimmy
2: a crap ton. I, hope, money. He's, I hope he makes a million bucks. No. I hope everybody makes that you camp. think it's gonna be there will be there no much. but like we shoot bows and arrows bro yeah, no. <laughs> we ain't swinging well, golf is, clubs. there is one million dollar man but
0: yeah Jimmy is but I think he's got to offer a crap ton of money for him to make I a move so. like that I thought was a lot of money somewhere and then uh, I only see two and I don't see it I don't see the, no, no it's going to be interesting to see where he lands but other than that though Darton is definitely making a big name for himself this year in the target archery world mm-hmm. which I think is bleeding over into their hunting side um because we're seeing it here in the shop we've got a lot of guys asking about their well, bows and we're we're shooting them and the, honestly they're
1: great bows did, wait till they know that jimmy went out there and shot a veracity dude and one socal and then one socal with the hunting a hunting bow yeah
0: i don't know if anybody knows that i was shocked when i heard i think you told me well, that, like I thought, ranch my
1: chair. it was hilarious yeah <laughs> so this is, this is a funny story and i'm pretty sure jimmy would appreciate it if you hear me we're uh it was unofficial practice, and I'm sitting there, and it was Nick. Actually, it was Jimmy, Nick, and Daniel sharing a a bale, right? Yeah. And Jimmy goes in there in the first end and just like plows six arrows almost in the X. He turns around. And he's like, "Well, you guys are fucked. <laughs> <laughs> this thing is pounding." I looked. And so I was somebody like, says bro. it wasn't
0: the Veracity. Someone mentioned the Maverick. No, no it was the veracity. veracity. It was Veracity. Okay. I, yeah. Someone who had said it was a shorter version, not the No, it was the That's amazing. <laughs> Which ranch or so something?
2: See, it was like from a podcast, the uh, Elk what was it Elk or uh Elk Shape some podcast. Something Stand, some hunting Stand? podcast couple cup it was last year, I think, is when it came out. But it was a TikTok that came out and it was him saying, like, Oh, you don't see these you don't see any guy shooting three D or five spots shooting a hunting bow because 'cause they're oh, not no, as that accurate. Was, um
0: yeah, that was wasn't Ranch Ferry? Was it Ranch Ferry? Yeah, that was him he that said, said it. Because Arthur
2: Hooligan made a joke about yeah, it. Said, yeah, yeah foot and mouth well, type And then thing. Joel Joel Maxfield posted posted a picture from the London podium and he, <laughs> the Matthews podium picture where they take everybody. Votes. And it was Jeff, Levi, uh one of the, the Dan, other guy that Danny somebody else it was like three or four three guys or four out of bows. more than half of them were all shooting the uh, v3 x33 v3 yeah and like he just circled and pointed hunting bow so yeah, like that yeah. all came i think it, i'm pretty sure it was from a podcast like over a year ago but i thought that was pretty funny it is pretty i can even funny. tell well what's his name the guy that was hosting it was like, well, it's kind of more practical to carry a thirty inch bow than a
1: thirty eight inch bow in the woods. Yeah, There's no only kidding. one person I know that hunts with a thirty-eight inch bow.
2: Say Snyder, I think he's doing it with a verdict. Verdict right yeah, now. Verdict, but, yeah. 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 No, but, but it's from, but it is
1: again what you were saying, Darton is man. They're
0: making they are blowing up right now like crazy. That's
1: what everybody's shooting in well South Africa. I will tell
0: you after shooting it this year against everything else it's the best pointing bow i've shot in a long time um mm-hmm. and i like i'm like you bridger i like the tempest over the vegas um i like it because it's simple there's not it, a lot of crap to screw with on it yeah it it,
2: it feels familiar yeah exactly like it i don't know maybe maybe i'm turning into the old, the old white now but <laughs> like if you're somebody that's shot for a long time like it it just feels feels, familiar yeah exactly it'll be like what you shot before yeah it's a newer it's a newer better Mm -hmm. version of all the stuff that we've we've all shot and had success with in the past not not saying it's like an old old technology type stuff but it's it's simple very efficient cam super efficient is but it's just fucking simple yeah and it's pretty consistent
0: when you're on you're on when you're off you're off i mean it's just that's what i've experienced with it but it's it's been it's been a great bow i think it's a great one and um you know and then let's just go down the line a little bit you know matthews didn't change anything with their trx series it's been pretty much the same mm-hmm. Uh take came out with the what's it the solution what's it called
2: oh the reckoning the reckoning they have the reckoning gen, that's 2. Reckon gen. gen 2 which they've got some cool shit going on with their cams yeah.
0: yeah their cam is a pretty awesome i wasn't a fan of the grip i shot Pages, well, who's it was in here? One of the customers, oh, Barry Barry has yeah. one. Gen 2. I'm, I wouldn't, I couldn't, it reminded me of a Hoyt. I, I don't do Hoyt's because of grip, I'm just, mm-hmm. I never get married to their grips. Um, you know, Hoyt hasn't changed anything with the Well, the Stratus came out this year,
2: and that's a good bow. Stratus, um, a new cam, which I mean, they did exactly what I guess they were going to do took their hunting cam and put it on a shrunk it bow. by 35% and put yeah. it on a target bow, a target
3: bow.
0: exactly um psc came out with that new shootdown and the new duo we've shot mm-hmm. both of those i actually like the shoot down It's fast as crap for what it is i
2: mean it's it's essentially the well no i, I mean the shoot down they used to have it before it was i'm pretty sure it was called the shoot down before
0: it was God, yeah what was that no i it, no i know what you're thinking it's the evl on steroids well evl, but like they, the had EVL. A tar- they had a target
2: they had a target bow before that was that reflexorizer that oh yeah yeah that was a the open riser reflex yeah yeah. i can't remember the name of it stephanie to shoot one but the duo
0: dominator duo is a good bow we shot it and i enjoy it and chris Schaff is of course doing really well with it Mm -hmm. um kind of kind of not hurt a lot from uh, indoor he was smoking with that bow um but i once again my only issue and i think one of the things manufacturers are not paying enough attention to is the grips i'm just not a fan of the grip i could never get that grip to be consistent i shot with keith trail Mm -hmm. psc pro and one of the things that him and i agreed on
2: there's just Mm -hmm. something in the grip you know
0: it's it's It's, so sensitive it's if you are not consistent and perfect with it every time uh you just don't Uh, there's
2: it's it's something with the the double razor bow because that's my shtick with the vegas like the vegas a lot but just something with the grip it's hard for me to get comfortable with it that's why i like the tempest more
0: keith and i were talking about it's just not as repeatable i mean
2: well it's just a natural feeling yeah not that it Technically, anatomically, it's probably more correct to be, Center. you know, have your knuckles be level, but <laughs> right. just something weird about not, you know, having your index knuckle higher than your thumb correct. while it's on the grip. Correct.
1: Um, got a big old callus here now from yeah, shooting mm-hmm. that shelf. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: Prime didn't come out with a new target bow. Their guys are still shooting the Nexus series, mm-hmm. pretty much all the pros are, um, which I think they should pay attention to that.
2: Um Benton Christensen's shooting uh the the new one. Is he? Mm-hmm. I, so, one. When I
0: talked to Tim and in, in Cal uh, Gross, they're they they do not have any intentions and they're waiting. Yeah. To see what happens. Um and then the Elite probably had one of the biggest changes this year with the new Verdict series. And it's a hell of a bow. I mean, crazy popular bow right now. Yeah. My only complaint is I'm a short guy and that sucker's heavy as crap. I don't know how you shoot it, dude. That bow's a tank. Down. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting down, it's a tank. It's a big, she's, lot of, she's a lot of bow. Yeah, um, I'm begging Elite to come out with a 36 inch version of that thing. That'd be kind of cool, bow.
2: But uh, don't you know, bitch about agree. needing a light bow. Shoot that psc Mach 34 in there, dude. That's ridiculous.
0: <laughs> you put a lot of weight on it. <laughs> put a lot of weight on it. <laughs> then it's going to be the
1: same. <laughs> exactly.
0: No, but it, the target bows this year have been pretty good. It's just been wild to see Darton make the splash that they made. Mm. You look at it twenty a year ago, 12 months ago, there was the three, a, three or there. four Got of them out there. And now you go to an ASA event, and it's red jerseys freaking everywhere. Yeah. I mean, on the women's side, girlfriend Courtney, she shot with... Well, it was an all-Darton group,
2: wasn't it? Yeah. One yeah, day. it was her, Maskin, Cox, uh, Danelle, and... Oh it, shit. It was all remember. of them. It was all four of them. It was four of them. I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah Tanya. yeah, Tanya. Yeah. Crazy.
1: They're all over the the USA archery I was right gonna team. ask you, how are they doing on the field?
0: USA archery side? Same thing. Yeah. A lot There's of shooters. A whole bunch of them. Yeah. Randy's done. Once well, again. the other
1: thing is Black Eagle. Yeah. It's I mean it it dominates the ASA world. So uh,
0: you've made a switch. What's your take on when you compare it to the the Pro Tour, the X10 World, is it? I mean, are we splitting hairs when it gets to that level?
1: Ish, I Ish. would say it's yeah, it's a toss up. But I, I like the Revelations a whole lot more. Can not yeah. bend them? You can not bend them, so I'm not worried about my arrows bending. Right, you know they're they yeah. are more resilient. I've gotten used to the uh,
0: the points, and not the points, but the the, uh, the nockserts.
1: Yeah, 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 the nockserts. Um,
0: the oh, the collars,
2: pin yep. collars. Well, you so,
0: got to, you figured figured it. You figured out a great system. Why don't you, why don't you the, take a minute and talk through that?
2: Use the plumber's like thread tape. Use thread. I'll just take that and drape it over the end of the arrow and press the knock on, and then you can just use a razor blade. And that fits almost it. perfect. Oh, it? dude! Like, hell, I was stripping arrows the other night because I re redid them all on a four fletch, and yeah, you know, I was worried about popping them all off, swinging the blade, no going through, cutting through the vein into the collar, and none of them even budged. Really, yeah. but I can grab them with a pair of pliers and yank them off if I need to. So yeah, if you have to change it, and swap them. So yeah.
0: you're not you're not having to use hot melt or glue to get them to
2: stay or on. Just leave a little roll of tape in my so that,
0: kit. That plumber's putty, I mean that plumber's tape, the mm-hmm. white stuff, the thread Teflon tape. Mm-hmm. Slide it right over top, I and mean that
2: that, that it, t- it takes up just enough of take a gap, up just enough of the gap, and it's malleable enough that if some of them are a little tighter because the concentricity's off or something, it like kind of
0: absorbs that and takes up that. Yeah, space. It fills
2: it up and centers it pretty good. That's pretty sweet, dude.
0: Yes, that was my only complaint with that era. I hated the out search, the mm-hmm. knockout yeah. search. I
2: mean, they're way more durable. I've shot. I mean, having shot, nano. they are way
0: more durable than an internal
2: mm-hmm. knock. Uh, oh, dude! When I shot Carbon Express, I would always have to take. A, so I shot four fifties, or shot four hundreds. I would have to take a four hundred, shot a four hundred, have to take a four fifty knock collar, like the little bulldog collar thing on the yeah. back, yeah. and barely shave off enough so that it would press fit on and literally like hold the arrow around the pin. right? To, otherwise, like you flicked them on the back end and they would crack. They crack. Because right. that, if that, anything inside that arrow can move, it would just instantly shred the wall. Just shred the wall, yeah. So and these would be the same. I, mean, I don't want to say they'd be the same. Construction's obviously different on these versus the Nanos, but like th- having shot those ultra small diameter stuff, there's so much more leverage on the inside of that shaft because the shaft or the the shank that goes inside the shaft is the same size as the shank that the knot goes on. Correct. So there's just so much more leverage for that that pin to put against the arrow. So those outside collars are way more durable. Right. Mm -hmm. So I guess part of me is okay with it being a pain in the ass trying to get them to stick on quite perfect. But I mean, you've you've figured out what the... And it's just... It's more so because we have to use... If you use hot metal, you have to use a heat gun so you're not getting them too hot. Too hot. And hurt the car. Use a
1: a handheld torch on low and just ran that or... You can get a. Uh, they saw them on Amazon. Those glue uh, skillets. Mm-hmm. Let the they they had them at the eastern Center with the the blue uh, cold melt.
2: Yeah, you just can't you just can't get them as hot. Correct.
1: Don't Be- use them on the points because you know you shoot them in the target. It'll it's heat up. Create and pull them enough out. Uh, friction to heat that up, and then when you go to pull it, it's gonna stay in there. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. So don't use them on the points, but on the on the bushings they were fine. But the one thing I did like was. You know, I I hit a bunch of them, and I hit them just right to where it didn't split the pin, mm-hmm. but it just nicked it. And I could just take a file, file it down real quick, throw a brand new knock on there, spin it. And it was spinning just fine. Yeah, so as, you know long as long
2: as the pin doesn't bend, bend exactly. like it's yeah. fine. The so pin does not bend, you're fine.
1: They're yeah. pretty well built. Um,
0: so are you seeing more of those on that Fita events? Yes. Is it
1: uh, really? Yeah. Because
0: that's been an easton That's been an Eastern, dominated, been an Eastern dominated. Yeah. You know, product. Yeah, you for won't sure. see
1: them on the recurve side yet, but you see them a lot on the on the compound side. Yeah, and a lot of tack veins. It's crazy. Really? Yeah, yeah. I actually just re re fletch mine up with tack veins, and they steer really well.
0: Do, they, do you think they're steering better than the what you had them before?
1: Uh, AAs. I mean, I still have a dozen fletched with AEs and a dozen with with tacks, and they're both good. I just so I dropped point weight down to a hundred, and that tack vein is just that little bit lighter yeah that much stiffer
0: yeah but, durability yeah. wise you never had a problem with the durability though did you
1: with the arrows yeah
0: because you're an arrow you take care
1: of well, no, them i i i throw them in a tube one.
0: and do they they bend over I don't like about them do they curl so bad really? And you can throw a gun on them and you know, oh the the veins the veins i just i, I literally throw them in a tube it's a shame on me but i'm lazy mm-hmm and I put, you know, seven or eight of them in there, and invariably you lay it down flat. And by the time I got to my shoot, the ones that are on the bottom part that are taking the compression of the other ones, that vein curled over. I mean, every I've, single time.
1: I've done it with both, with tax and AAEs. Actually, when I flew to Chile, I had two dozen in a tube, dozen one way and a dozen, dozen the other way. Out, yeah, yeah. Yep. It flew down there, and no problem, no issues. Yeah. Same thing with tax. I've never had an issue with them. Gotcha. You just don't want right. to stuff four
2: dozen in one tube. No, oh, uh, st- it's hard to get away from Flex Fletch. you just pull them if they're bent. I just pull my <sighs> breathe on them and they straighten out. <laughs> well, that's
0: the thing. I know Flex Fletch is always really good about their memory control. Yeah, w- by warming. And I'll them
2: tell up. you what, dude, they stick. I did what? What we talked dude, about Dude, you put that purple PVC primer on there? Yeah. Telling you, you guys need an arrow arrow gl- or Fletcher hack. Go to go to Lowe's or Home Depot or whatever. And buy a four dollar bottle of PVC primer purple pvc primer that shit will last you 10 years mm-hmm. and you won't be able to pull your veins off with a truck <laughs> yeah. dude they fucking stick yeah exactly
0: you you, you don't want to have to strip them to re them because yeah, you're hard. probably not getting it off like they stick bro yeah exactly so because no, you shoot the flex just
2: k2s right i uh, shoot. yeah i got the sk2s for 3d and then shoot the 187s for yeah for like outdoor target field vita whatever so I just redid all my stuff in four flesh. It's too. funny because we've been
0: experimenting a lot with veins. It seems like you know we got some shooters shooting the AE hybrids. Mm-hmm. We've got some now with Tax. We've got some guys shooting, of course, the Boney and X2s. Now the SK2. We had a lot of shooters shooting the Flexbox SK2s because of you. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been around the horn on veins, it seems like a lot. The Q2Is. Q2I. I love the Q2Is. For the first time ever in my life, I'm shooting the four flesh in Target. And, dude, they're flying i gotta give them credit there they're dude
2: great. i redid all my i did, I did 4 fletch on my revelations what mm-hmm I did the the old x-wing pattern did you really i did like them. throw darts homie i haven't like, four since
1: you set me up a long, long time ago, ago yeah fletched uh, air veins
0: you know it's weird um you know I, I bryce and i actually did we did homework on it we built uh three three we bought four sets of three arrows mm-hmm. with four different patterns i think we did the aes the flex flush x2s and uh i forget what the third one was but anyways um the oh and the q2is mm-hmm. i think they're going with the q2is the 1.7s and man them them suckers are dirty yeah god they're forgiving um and really hyper accurate they grouped the best at 50 yards and i was like okay let's go with them typically i don't pay that much attention because i don't think it matters that much but then
2: I mean, I mean, it's just a relationship between bow, arrow, and archery. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's just it's an amalgamation of a bunch of different shit. Yeah, exactly. I think
1: experimenting with veins is the easiest, cheapest thing you can do to your equipment. To, you know, to get it to shoot. So, so what's
0: funny. We did an interesting study. So one of our customers named John Ross, um, super awesome guy, and he was. We got into the subject matter of arrow clocking, and f- oh yeah. and I remember left, he, he yeah, wanted you to mess around with it, and we did that. We are fletching a left-handed helical instead of a right as a right-handed archer. I will say that a lot of arrows in a right, given the twist on a string being clockwise, how you're putting your loop on if you're doing it right, versus the arrow you're shooting, bare shaft, it will usually clock left. That's been my
2: experience. See, go on the internet because everybody says if it's a right-hand twist, it'll clock right that's uh, why i don't pay attention no it's just this bullshit.
1: every single string every single bow that i've shot it's always clock left
0: right now i will tell you if you but what i remember doing this back when i first opened the shop we did a left-handed counterclockwise twist on our strings and we clocked right on that that's what we experienced mm-hmm. i'm not going to argue the fact that and this is where me and john got into the big debate about you know does arrow clocking matter did, and he claims that it tightened his groups up for him Mm-hmm. And to your point a second ago bow arrow relationship between bow arrow and archer can be different across the board we, we just don't you know there 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 is variables in there that are unique to the individual and to the equipment but anyways so he said man we need to put a test to this we need to find out and now he knew i was in in arrow experimentation mode shooting ps23s out of a 58 pound you know tempest and we built a half a dozen or three arrows in left hand helical and at mm-hmm. 50 yards I didn't see a damn bit of difference. Dude, Not I, one.
2: I shot out of a Hooter shooter at hundred yards with my C four. Well, while my set up a one finals with because it was a year I year I won finals that I did it. Had the Hooter shooter set up on my neighbor's basketball court, shooting across both of our backyards for a hundred, and I had six of them straight fletched, six of them right offset, six left offset, six right right-helical, six left left-helical. And the only difference I saw in impact was the straight fletch ones hit like one or two inches higher. Yeah, everything faster, else shot in the same group. They're spinning this fast. Yeah, everything else shot in the exact well, same uh, group. It was so much that might, I like might might have been the right helical ones were you know like favorites left or favorites left or right, right and same But with, the you, groups. The center, the center of the group, like the <laughs> group center average, whatever, like was less than an inch apart.
0: Yeah, so. It's funny because if you take, um, I actually ended up taking those left helicals with me to the next shoot I went to over at Buck Branch and Welder. Oh, when we shot together, yeah, and
2: it didn't matter. I could
0: pull any arrow out of my quiver, and it just didn't matter. They they shoot that close, at least to fifty. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that did at a hundred. I didn't test them out there, but for the I game mean, that I play, fifty yards my max. So yeah,
2: I mean, dude, I was doing that. It might have been ninety meters, so ninety nine yards. Yeah, but that was out of a and you 200- see no variation. Out of a two hundred and fifty foot per second bow. Yeah, that bow is shooting two fifty two. Yeah,
0: I don't know. You know, I understand the science or what he's saying or what people say about it. That you're 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 forcing an arrow to go opposite of where it's wanting to naturally be. I don't know. I think the, I think the, I don't know. You're I just don't know if I agree with that. Splitting hairs. Right? Yeah, I think it's splitting hair. Prob-
2: there probably is scientific data and evidence to back it up, but man, that's a. Man, those that's a lot of or that's a very to, small amount of thing you're getting. You over. would have to do the math. The
0: the stu- if you wanted to actually study it, is it how much force is it taking to overcome the left twist and force it right? When does it start? How far does it start? How much air does it take to move those veins to get it spinning right mm-hmm. off the left? And if there is enough torque in that force curve to matter. And I just I don't see it. I I don't know. For um, for me, it didn't matter. For some guys, though, you read on the internet, dude. Oh my God, took my groups from here to here.
2: It's because they think it should have, so it did. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it made them shoot better.
2: It's weird. Yeah. There's these things that they do with medications and studies, and they give you know a certain percentage a of people place- placebos. Oh yeah, and they you know a lot of people see the benefits of the medication and the while on a lot of placebo. <laughs> so it, there's probably some of that leading into you know some yeah. of that contributing
0: you're probably right no i never thought <laughs> just about that a little right. bit you're probably right well yeah, I,
2: I should shoot better so now i do shoot better yeah <laughs> which i mean, dude and hell we say with broadheads all the time every single broadhead on the wall that we carry has killed thousands on thousands of oh gosh the one that you have the most confidence in is the one you have the most success with yeah no like, doubt about it like no questions asked. Whether yeah. you're looking at expandables, fixed blades, doesn't matter. Whatever you have the most confidence in is what you're going to have the most success in because you're going to have the least, you know, that much less stress when the moment of truth comes along. Exactly. Same thing when it comes to target archery and shooting groups. Like if you think your bow is going to shoot better, it's going to be easier for you to shoot well.
1: So that that's funny good that you're talking about that. I was I've been talking to you about it since I got back. The whole mental management. Oh yeah. Thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and part of that is what you what you picture in your head what your conscious mind pictures your subconscious does so you think that fl- uh, fletching your arrows with a left offset because you're clocking left you picture that your arrow is going to hit the middle now it does because you're making it hit the middle
0: yes yeah, what your brain wants yeah, because exactly. you've done the work
1: now the result now needs there. to be this is it actually doing it technically scientifically who knows
0: Dude, you know how much truth there is to that, and you know, in a very similar correlation to that, we were watching. Went over and watched The Covenant. I seen that yet? With um, it's a movie about the, the Afghan interpreter, the Afghan interpreter guy. Yeah, just so went and watched mm-hmm. that. That we had, you know, it's been kind of cool. We go to military Mondays now. It's like five bucks a ticket. It's really cheap, so we go. We went to the movies and watched it. Went to sleep that night and literally had a dream that I was running around defusing bombs all night in afghanistan and i woke up like freaked out you know because i was like oh my god i was so badass i was a you know i was a pretty cool army dude yeah you know but that is what my subconscious mind was reading mm-hmm. my mind my conscious mind was seeing that it was an amazing movie on top yeah. of that so it was really cool it got you into that oh i want to go fight mode you know and then you go home and go to bed and boom subconscious takes over and you have these kick-ass dreams for you know five yeah, or six Bridger hours came over to
1: the house talking and we talked about vegas next year and saw him the the next day I was like, dude, I had a dream we were shooting Vegas. But <laughs>
2: well, I mean that's that's the thing is there's there's so much of this sport that is mental. Oh god. That if there's something that you think is gonna make you shoot better, like I mean up to a certain you know, to a certain point. Yeah. But you know, if it's something small like that, like it may make you shoot better. Not necessarily because your arrow is, you know, fighting less air trying to spin, but I don't know. I don't I don't think like from a physics standpoint that it makes a big enough difference to affect accuracy. But I think from a mental standpoint it definitely makes a big enough difference to affect yeah. accuracy. Yeah, without
0: a doubt.
1: Some people are affected because they don't trust their their own skill, they don't trust their equipment and therefore they fail before they even start. Agreed. So if you if you put in the work, you trust your skill, if you bought the equipment, you've got the best you can, then just spend some time working on your head game and you know, it'll all come together.
0: Yeah, that's that's. What do you think the percentage is, archery, for what? competitive target archery? What percentage of it is brain?
1: of Ninety nine. No, I'll be serious. I mean, not that high. People usually say yeah. like 90%. ninety percent, ninety ten. Probably. You think it's ten
0: percent equipment and ninety percent, your brain?
2: Really? I don't think it's that way. Oh, I had a good buddy that said yeah, archery's all. Archery is 90% metal and the other 10% is between your ears. (laughs) I mean, I think it's around 75, 25. Like it or not, the, the, the bow is a machine. That arrow could be doing literal front flips coming out of the bow. And if you did the exact same thing every time you would still shoot a 30 X game. If you did the exact, if you did the exact same thing, it's the human element makes things really fucking weird. Like when we start, you know, changing how we're, executing a shot or changing how the bow is or changing how hard we're pulling or how hard we're pushing against it or how we rotate the release or how we execute the release, whatever. That shit brings in so many different variables that it's unquantifiable. Right. But the bow itself is a machine. Like, it will do the exact same thing every single time is, unless something is malfunctioning. Oh, I'll go against what I just said. I said
0: 75-25, but, hell, look at Jimmy Lutz just went and shot a hunting bow with a six-inch brace height. Is that what that brace height is? Mm-hmm. In one, SoCal shot his butt off.
2: Led that turn, literally led that tournament. He wire gave to wire.
0: up. He gave up almost two inches of brace off of his old Tempest, roughly inch, inch and a half, inch and a half, inch and a half. So we have another good question:
2: Does brace really matter in today's world? I've I've said it hasn't for the last ten yeah, years. I mean, you've been talking about that for a long time. I've said it hasn't mattered for the last ten years. I think the all. only
1: the only place that brace height matters is in the recurve world. Yeah, seriously, in that. I hung out with a lot of recurve nerds, is what I called them. Yeah, right. So a lot of tuning. Those guys do more tuning than they. Well, do brace shooting. height's the
2: holy grail. Do they? Correct. Do they use the the correct term for the piece of equipment they use to measure their brace height? Their T square. The stupid recurve tool. <laughs> the
1: stupid recurve tool. Oh, the, dude, that's I, the technical term. I did see this one guy that we told him um, that he was in the wrong sport. We're outside in the field. We're in the in the Field too, right next to the the center. Mm-hmm. It's the recur field in the bottom. There's this ra- there's a ton of rabbits around the training center. There's this rabbit on the on the edge. I'm like, I bet you guys won't hit that rabbit. Or I think I said something like, man, if I didn't have expensive arrows, I would bust that rabbit right now. And one kid behind him is like, I'll get him. So he flings his square, and like misses completely. And this other cat, he's from. Actually, he's from Singapore, goes to Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. Freaking slings his, his square, and I think he, like, trimmed the hair on the <laughs> top of the rabbit's head. Oh, my God. Just missed him by an inch and just stuck it on the ground, and the it rabbit took off. We're like, bro, you're in the wrong sport. Yeah, but, no kidding. But anyway, back to it. Yeah, for them, brace height, you know. Yeah, that's a rule. That's where all the tuning goes. Yeah. So on the compound side, not important. No, I, with, important.
2: with modern bows, modern riser technology and limb bases now, like it the lateral torque on bows now versus fifteen years ago is hilarious. Yeah. Like there's just almost none. Right. We've gotten rid of so much of that. New riser designs, new cam designs to okay, so take load off the riser. Let's talk
3: about
0: the ninety ten rule then. I know, I might be more thinking about it. I always thought it was seventy five, twenty five. But what guys are doing with hunting equipment now is well. Look what happened in IBO. Held two of the t- top three, of podiums were all hunting bows, mm-hmm. um, which why that meme was posted. You know. So let's talk about Paige. Let's say Paige and uh, I don't know and Jimmy, for that matter. What makes them so goddamn good?
2: Are they just practicing more than everybody else? Okay. I mean, it's just naturally good at it. Why is LeBron better at basketball than everybody else? So and you just, think it's a gift? I mean, there's some of it to that. Yeah. I mean, Levi was levi i remember listening to a podcast he did years ago he said the first five spot 300 he ever shot was with literally like a fucking toothpick painted pink at 20 yards and yeah. he shot a 300 on a five spot like you're telling me that that isn't just a natural born talent right but obviously like not saying Paige or jimmy or them don't put in the work because i know page works as hard or harder than anybody else out there right but I mean, some of it, yes, is a lot of it is hard work. But, I mean, some of it's just a natural gift. Paige has been shooting a bow since she could walk, bro. Right. Like she was 18 months old when she shot her first arrow. Right. I just wonder how much of it
0: sometimes is, you know, I don't because I don't know anything about Nick Cappers, but Nick has all of a sudden j- jumped on the stage in the last two years. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't know him before that, before Lancaster, and then he comes out of nowhere and destroys everybody at Lancaster. And he's been riding a train now. He's mm-hmm. Nick's a hell of an archer. You know, did Nick, is Nick one of the naturally gifted Levi type guys or does he work his ass off to get where he is? Cause I think, I think, mean, I think those distinctions between the two. I mean,
2: probably a bit of both. Most guys are the, he does work. most people are both. I yeah. mean, most people. Okay. So let me ask
0: you so Richard Deaton's won a world cup. The year you won world cup, did you put in more work than you do now? A hundred percent.
2: Really? Like zero doubt. No doubt. I put in different hard work now. Right. I mean, I'm just body's older and like I'm yeah. breaking down. So I spend more time in the gym, more time on the mental side of it and shot execution side of it. Yeah. But like, dude, I worked way fucking harder on my archery back then than I do now. Yeah. Some of that is, you know, some of that's I've been doing this shit for, you know, 15, 15, 15, 15, years 15 plus years. Yeah. So it's, you know, it kind of turns into a drag every now and again. But right. like, I mean, I just, I'm a, I work harder or I work hard in a different way now. Yeah. But just straight, you know, time grinding, shooting my bow, 100%. I spent more time yeah. back then shooting than I do now. Right.
0: That's because it's one of the questions, you know, like every amateur shooter always has is that, how do I get that good? And I see so many of them now chasing the internet stuff. Mm-hmm. That's, Dude, not, I, that's not helping them get better.
2: My my normal day back then, because, I you know, I was living at home and not wasn't going to school. I was shooting full time. My normal day, I'd get up at like 8 o'clock, go shoot shoot a full feed, shoot 144 game, come inside, have lunch, play Xbox, do whatever, then wait before the sun got too low because I would shoot facing west. So from like 3 to 5-ish I would shoot, and then the sun would get too low. So I'd shoot another, you know, about game and a half. Sometimes I could get a full 144 in then. And then after about 7.30, during the summer at least, I could go outside and the sun would go behind the trees and I would shoot till dark. Just shoot. Yeah, just hammer. Shoot, mess around <clears throat> bars, that's say, whatever you know, just John, dude, that's do five fun. of bows. i shoot 500 arrows a day. i shoot I a light day back then, I would shoot like 250 arrows. Yeah, heavy day, 500. Mm-hmm. I track. I, I tried, I tried because I remember for a while, like the thousand arrow challenge deal thing. That the because uh, I don't know if they do that anymore. I don't think they do that for the RAs anymore. It used to be the RAs had to shoot, do a thousand arrows mm-hmm. in a day. Mm-hmm. And i wanted to see how hard that was to do and i went out and did it like it took me like uh oh six or seven hours god dang that's a lot dude that's crazy i literally scored every single arrow wow (laughs) so that's work you put in some work in that during that time frame i didn't shoot like like, the next two or three days i I was beat up you had to be tired (laughs) oh fuck, dude i think i did that like right after i switched to spirals with my hoyt yeah before i signed my matthews deal and like I just switched the spirals like oh. six months before that.
0: Yeah. That had to hurt. So, yeah. Well, that's a, that's a million dollar question. Cause I think a lot of it is God given talent. Just so you're just good at it. You know, there's,
1: there's that. And there's, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of pipelines too nowadays, like kids coming up like Sawyer. Sawyer Solomon was 19 years old and he's, he's up there. He's beating a lot of people. Dude, he's a hammer. Yeah. But I remember the first time I saw Sawyer shoot was when everybody was locked down and they did that. World Archery Indoor Lockdown Challenge, mm-hmm. and he was with a group of kids up there in in Mich- in Minnesota, and I was like, Man, "Who the hell are these goofy ass kids?" Mm-hmm. I mean,
2: Sawyer's been doing it for a little while, so yeah, he's and he's Sawyer's fucking good at archery. Yeah, he's good at bow shooting.
1: He's he's come he's come a long way, and you know that's, But I mean, it's that's it, the future, right it, there.
2: Yeah. It's, well, it, like I said before, I think it's a combination of both. Like, I don't know. We had talked about it before. One, we had a customer that. You know, I signed a non compete with work or something and had to take a year off. Yeah. Well, and, Jonathan. you know, literally yeah. worked his ass off into shooting, you know, he, shot his way he, into he the shot K-50. his way to being good. Mm-hmm. Literally. So, I mean, you can 100% do it. Yeah. But I think at the the very top echelon, top tenth of a percentage of guys, they're just damn good. They're, it's, it's it's a combination of everything. Yeah. Yeah. They're the LeBrons of the sport. Mm. Yeah.
0: Yep, I agree. That's weird. But yeah, 90-10. I'll give you 90% maybe in the head. Yeah. So, you know, it's funny. If you think it's 90-10, most people will spend 90% of their time working on the 10%. Correct.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And 10% of the time working on the, the where they should be in the well, 90%. And
2: to be fair, they're like from a resource perspective, other than, you know, I had mentioned the book, in the past, the inner game of tennis thing or letting yeah. Basham with his, uh, metal management yeah. winning yeah. in mind, there's really not, there is the resource for it no. until now, which is why Joel is, you know, making however much money he's making right now, yeah. which a, he's got a good marketing program with, you know, his son just winning tournaments. Oh yeah. That, you know, that probably helps a little bit, yeah. but yeah. you know, the, Joel's, a, I think Joel's a great resource personally. And yeah. I, I want to I, take it. So there's one thing I'm really, really
0: guilty of sometimes is taking a guy, because I, I, I'm really big on credibility. You know, I look, oh God, Joel's, you know, his mark, he's made his mark shooting a dance. He shoots a thumb release, a thumb release with a recur, which is a horse drawn. It's a horse, how the horse archers shoot, mm-hmm. but does it well. The guy's amazing. I've never tried to out him on the traditional side of it. And then he's, Migrated, crossed over, pollinated over into the compound world. His son's a great archer. I think his son's a great archer with or without his dad. He's just mm-hmm. a naturally gifted kid. Um, and then he's monetizing that through his program. So I've, I sometimes will pass judgment over, dude, he ain't done nothing. You know, I, I look at Levi, who's done everything, and well, done a I mean- lot. And I, and I use, I, ha- I have a ton of respect for him because of his accomplishments within the sport and what he's done. So then I look at Turner and I don't see that. And so I immediately question. Well, I'll, but I think I want to take his class to find out. Okay, what's the gist of it? You have got I, a chance to work with the guy, right? Um, let's at say, Mills you, Camp, at you, a, no, at.
1: Say it was at the center, wasn't at it? The, during our prep camp, yeah. Um, I mean, it's like like we talked about before. I went out there. You 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 go out and you, I don't know. You you take everybody's course and then you filter and use the best out of everything to that build you can you. Yeah. yeah right right right. because right. whatever he might have something that works for you but it's not going to work for me correct and him and i talked about that when i was doing it you know i've yeah. got a way of doing things and i'm going to try it if it works cool if it's not you know i told him i said look man what what you're doing is i think it's good is it going to work for me right now and change am i going to be able to change it in the next three days to go shoot this tournament hell no no i'm going to end up frustrated right i'm going to put it in my box of tools i'm going to take it back home and then i'm going to slowly incorporate it or revisit Um, it yeah correct and his his thing i don't know i i've done a lot of lanny basham's mental management and his is the shot iq where i think he is it's more about the shot versus the whole mental aspect the 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 um conscious subconscious and self-image yeah that's more mental management it's more building the whole person right versus this one is just building that that shot and creating that blueprint right so that whenever you do go through an episode of you know not being able to break your shot the same way you can go back and say this is how I shoot right and this is what I need to do to go back to shooting the way I was before
0: I've what I've read about his stuff um, what I've noticed is that and this happens all the time you're gonna get you get a guy Dudley's done it Joel's done it now Joel's now the hot one it was Dudley you can go back in time and look at every two to three years before Dudley was George. These these master coaches that come out are all speaking the same language. They're all just putting wrapping the box with a different bow, and you're getting the same Christmas present.
1: It's a little bit of all of them
0: with a different way of explaining it, using analogies, you know, yeah. techniques. But at the end of the day, I think that it's the same stuff that we've been dealing with as an archery community since, God, the beginning of the time. Dude, I've had forms of target panic when I was freaking 12 years old with, yeah. with a recur. Um, and it's something, I think if we all fight it to a degree.
2: Every one of us. Well, I mean, And that's where I think with Joel, it's more your mental state and your, like your mental approach to that specific moment. Yeah. That specific moment of trying initiating to yeah your initiating shot. your shot so as opposed to getting full draw and being like oh my god and then just hammering <laughs> the fucking release right. like talking yourself you know t- literally talking yourself off of the ledge yeah mm-hmm. in a controlled manner right to where and, you can stop c- it at any yeah point. so yeah. like i i mean i don't agree with everything he talk talks about like the way i have to execute my shot or the way that i feel like i built my shot isn't going to be super conducive to how he you know approaches the execution right but you know i can implement certain things that he says and i have implemented a lot of shit that he talks about right and i mean hell we were talking blake had said it when we shot together the other week he's like man your shot looks fucking good you did like my shot execution is probably as good as it's ever been
0: yeah it looks really good i didn't know how much his shot what i've read about it like i said I haven't taken the course or anything correlates to a guy shooting a hinge I, well that, so, that's where i don't see so the the, the parallel that
2: i draw with it is okay you know you say you you know obviously respect levi dan you know the list goes on with that stuff but when joel is referencing that it's more referencing your mental state in a pressure situation right and if joel's probably got the pedigree for that having ran swat for 15 years and being a police officer he's probably been in a fair amount yeah. of stressful situations <laughs> where he has to do his job right right and his when people's body, lives are in stake People's lives in stake and his body and his brain is telling him to freak the fuck out and yeah. he's not and you know he's, he's figured out a way not to right i mean i'll listen to what the guy's got to say yeah but <laughs> right. at the same time if i was
1: if i was a sniper in that situation and i'm squeezing my trigger the way that he wanted me to squeeze and not me personally but like the way that he teaches to get a shot off mm-hmm. i'm sitting there and the hostage is dead before my trigger is fully depressed
2: yeah. <laughs> so, well and that's the it, beauty it, of shooting archery is we're not you know correct. it's not a life or death but thing. it's gonna
1: it's gonna change to everybody because yeah you might you, be able to squeeze that trigger controlled and a lot faster than the next person is going to need that extra time yeah it's just pressure it's, to, it's you know control it's, that breathing.
2: yeah it's and, like you said it's it's filtering through everything and figuring out what yeah what it you can adapt to work for you yeah because every, everybody's brain is wired differently. Oh yeah, and responds to situations differently. The whole differently. credibility
1: yeah. thing gets lost in translation. You know, a lot, a lot of main reasons why I gravitated towards the Basham thing was because the guy's actually an Olympic gold medalist. Correct. So you look at that and you're like, all right, he knows what he's doing. He's been there. But then you listen to the other people and you're like, okay, this guy, he he gets it. Yeah. He, he exactly. knows. So. Yeah, yeah, and I think the problem with, with archers is, like you said, they spend. Ninety percent of the time working on the skills, and ten percent of the time working on the head. Yeah, without a doubt. And
0: well, that, the the oh, ten percent the, the I'm talking about is tangible. You mm-hmm. can you can buy, you it, can you can buy it. it, you can install it, you can tune it, you can move it, all that stuff. You just know, come to the we've, shop and we'll sell it to. We've you. said it a <laughs> million times. Yeah, we're buying points, bro. Exactly. You know, and and, and hell, Crystal Galvin made me a T-shirt. You know, and she wanted to put the F word, but she said, you got a lot of kids. I can't do that. But it was just shoot your bow. And George and I had discussed it on numerous occasions. If, you know, George said at one of the podcasts we were on, if guys would take as much time as they're spending clocking and in group tuning and what's all this stuff, bear shaft tuning and all that stuff that they're spending all that time on just executing a clean, good shot, Mm -hmm. give it the same amount of time your archery becomes exponentially better. Yeah.
1: Period. Master your release. Yeah. And then everything else works themselves exactly. out. Now that doesn't mean don't spend the time tuning to build your equipment as forgiven as you can for yourself. Agreed. But do that once you've mastered your release and your shot and you know that everything is going to be the exact same. Therefore you can change the, uh, the tune or the arrows or whatever
0: i did an exercise for for opening the shop this has probably been about 10 years ago now me and my buddy jonathan we did a we 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 did a test because i wanted to prove my theory of because of our sight that we have moving it in three and two axes x and y Mm -hmm. you can take a bow that's tuned like crap and they given a certain parameter meter so if you're shooting a 50 meter game let's say and that's never changing can't do it in 3d so much but in at a Static position, 50 meters. I can take a bow that has got the worst left hair on planet Earth, move my sight to where it's hitting the middle, and shoot as good of a score as the guy that has got his bow perfectly tuned and at 50 yards Mm -hmm. because of that sight. Now, our sights will be completely different where we have them you know, sitting in the X, Y axis. But if that bow repeats that same crappy left hair shot every single time, it'll shoot as good as the perfectly tuned bow.
2: Well, it's weird. I just said like five minutes ago how the bow is a machine. Yeah, exactly. That arrow could come out doing a front flip. And if you did everything exactly the same every single time, you would still shoot a 30X game. A hundred percent. Yeah, I think you do. The bow bow is a machine. Is a machine that repeats. As long as there's nothing malfunctioning on the bow, as long as everything that moves is moving correctly, like it don't matter if that arrow is coming out. No coming out fucking
0: backwards well, that's the thing so even even from a 3d standpoint the arrow recovery all we're trying to do is take the time frame that it takes your arrow to recover to go straight to get rid of those tears or get a bullet hole we're trying to reduce that time but but let's say you got a a two inch left tear that arrow will straighten out because Dude, of pa- the veins Paige,
2: eventually page last year redding shot she won redding last year and she talked all up and down about it with her bow. She has a high left hair, all of her outdoor setups. She's always shot a high left hair. And you, hell, she posted multiple slow-mo videos of her and bow she, that she was shooting at Redding, yeah. like shooting at a Redding target. And that's from and what? How, coming and out and kicking way
0: off. And what's the closest shot? Three yards. And the farthest is 110? 101. 101. So point is, is that error recovery is happening, within the, is happening within that three yards, giving her the ability to get the marks to still hit accurately from three to mm-hmm. one and that's one of the things i think that you know once again we spend so much time with that 10 percent to get that bullet hole perfect when does it really matter
2: Ma- I mean, it like, matters
0: if maybe that affects that 90 you know
2: it does but i mean up to a certain point like yeah. it, the, the, i mean i get on optimally you don't want to have a high left hair. But. no like if in a perfect world everything wouldn't be that you know right. everything would fly perfectly straight every right. single time and it always hit the metal but right. you know we ain't here does
0: it create more forgiveness do
2: you think that's the million
0: dollar question i don't know
2: i don't either i mean that's uh i, literally I don't, don't know, know. i'm saying I, like, I don't know i whether. shoot more accurately and uh, shoot better scores with a bow and a bow to me what i that's consider well. forgiveness yeah i think a bow that you know, is quote unquote tuned or at least has good arrow flight is more forgiving. Yeah. But I think that's more just more because, you know, say I do tune my bow cause it's grouping good with a high left hair. If I induce torque on it or lay too much string on my face or something to make a left hair. Now it's just that much worse. Right. You know, I'd rather start as close to center as I can. Right, so whatever right, right, deviation right. my arrow has, I have less to correct with. Gotcha. Or less to correct up, you know, as it's on its way to the target, Yeah i agree with that No doubt. i mean hell i started well right before redding i read before redding and i had decent arrow flight there and i redid it the other day like i start at five feet and walk all the way out to 20 yards and paper in every like every yard or so like every yard and a half or two yards check it to see if i'm getting any like small tears or catching the paint catching the arrow tear like just the right oscillation of that arrow right because like i've gone in here before well no yeah, right after I got back from Redding, like, I went into the range, because I remember Darren Collins was giving me shit, like, three times at, at Redding. He's like, man, that arrow flew like shit, but you hit the middle, <laughs> like, three times that guy said that. So, I was like, whatever, you know, I went in the tuning lane, and at five feet, p- fucking perfect bullet hole, like, couldn't get better, and I stepped back to, like, brought the jig into the range and stepped back to 10 yards, yeah. and it was, like, an inch and a half. No
0: shit. Mm-hmm. Wow.
2: So that's, I started just the like not my
0: recovering your in your paradox. It's, it's, it's yeah. Or I'm thing. just
2: like catching that just, paradox in just the right exactly, spot. So right I spot. started, you know, started way up close, fix it and just would work way, work my way back until you got it clean, until cleaner. I had it clean all the way back. Damn. That's wild. And you go outside. I was talking, well, I was talking to you the other day about it. Like mm-hmm. after I had four fletch those, I double checked it and was going outside. I was shooting at 65 yards, shooting at the 50 yard max target, shooting eight arrow and shooting like six to eight X's every end. Wow! Like stacking. Yeah, that's wild.
1: I spent I spent a whole day fixing my arrow flight at fifty meters, making sure that my arrows were impacting. First up and down was good, and then I used the set to get that tail to hit perfect. Mm -hmm. After that, I was good. You run that boat through paper right now; it's going to be ugly, this ugly. Yeah, yeah. I talked to Bridger about that. I was like, man, we did some stuff out there that I. I used to swear up and down was a waste of time. Yeah. And now it's... I, I still... It's what I, I
0: went back in time and do what I always did before is I get a good paper tear that I'm comfortable with and it's not perfect sometimes. And then I walk back tune. Yeah, it's a I walk back point. tune at 15, 25, and 35. And if I can get those arrows in a perfect line yep. on good clean shots, I'm going to be okay. Yeah. But then I don't ever go paper tune it again.
1: Ever. No, no. You gotta, I don't, you gotta, I don't gotta care. I don't,
0: yeah, you got to let go. And the problem is is that you get these guys that, you know, they do just the opposite they bear shaft tune paper tear with you know bear shaft tune then paper tear with veins and then they back up and do it at 10 yards and do it then they go walk back tune and you know uh, too much. And, well, and, and yeah and and then they're trying to get the the walk back tune to be good with both vein and and bear and they go well. through all this exercise of doing all this and I'm, it just seems like a lot of work for for a negative for potentially negative results mm-hmm. because well and you, never, you say it all the time, and I, this is the best phrase ever. Why are you going to shoot a bear shaft?
1: You, You're never going you to shoot, shoot a, a bear uh, that matters.
2: Never going to shoot an arrow that matters without veins without on it. Without veins on it, exactly.
1: So I shot oh. my I shot my bear shafts. I shot one bear shaft and got it until it was hitting straight, and then my fletched arrows were hitting right next to it straight, mm-hmm. and it was actually like broadhead tuning. You, know, yeah. you tune your well, broadheads bear, to your— Well, bear shaft
2: tuning and broadhead tuning are the, are the exact yeah, same exactly. thing. Exactly. Are yeah. exactly the same thing. Exactly. The same I thing. love dudes on archery talk. Man, my broadheads and field points are hitting together at sixty yards, but I've got this two-inch right tear. What do I do? <laughs> well, I don't know. You probably I don't did. have a two-inch right. I, t- you probably, probably don't zone. have a two-inch right tear because your broadheads physically can't fly straight. Exactly. <laughs> but, yeah. Like I, dude. What well, time? Why though? wouldn't you? I just don't understand. Like, tune with what you're going to use. Yeah. Like, use well, use the quick, equipment you're going to. Always, use the equipment you're gonna exactly. Use
0: I always bring up Greg Copeland because he did he did a couple of posts last year about it. Shot a three arrow group at seventy yards. I mean, you couldn't. Have, he put him inside of a, a seven up bottle top. Let I mean, two liter bottle top. Set, mm-hmm. Three arrows. And then shot a bear shaft and it was over here. <laughs> his, his thing was, tell me I need to retune my bow.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, and, but, but seriously, there are guys on the internet that will do that. Mm-hmm. They'll go shoot a three inch group like that at seventy yards and shoot a bear shaft and him and go, oh shit, my stuff's jacked up. I got to get those two together, and we'll work their tail off mm-hmm. to try to make that happen. Not realizing this one over here doesn't matter. Yeah, these three matter. This is what you're shooting at that target at 70 meters or whatever it is. Blows my mind.
2: Yeah, I oh, I know, I, just, I just don't like bear shaft tuning because a it takes you long, and b it's just not to me. It's not as practical. I I would use a bear shaft like. At the tail end of something, just as a reference. Yeah. So Maybe like, once I it. know I've got a bow tuned the way I want, <clears throat> well, you want it. I'll shoot a bear shaft just to see. That way, next time I grab a bow, I can start there. Yeah. Use that as a starting point because I mean it's super quick to stand at thirty yards and make a bear shaft hit three inches right. Like right. that ain't a challenge. You know that ain't tough. But as opposed to taking forty five minutes for me to tune my bow every yard from five to five feet to twenty yards, right? I can just start there and already be you don't know, have 90, half of it done yeah it'll already be at 90 percent of the way there yeah, exactly no, so just, as a reference i think it works great because there's not anything that's gonna lie but right. i don't i don't and hell george technichov he's even talked about it he, like guys that go outside and shoot their bows at 50 plus yards with a bear shaft and stuff like dude there ain't a human being alive that could shoot a bow good enough past 30 meters to accurately bear shaft tuna bow well i know a couple guys colin's our good friend
0: and he does it and swears by it and i always well, tell him i always tell him yeah. i said hey bro go screw the broadheader and go shoot your bull luck with it that way then if you're tuning to that go do it go I, just, I a pair and go do it i want to see six arrows in that quiver with no veins on them and go out there and have at it big boy <laughs> drives me crazy dude because none of them had the balls to do it put a fob on but it. they'll tune but they'll tune that way you know and then swear that it's you know okay
2: well then still screw uh, screw broadheads on I have to move everything anyway. Exactly. Exactly. So, exactly. Just exactly out the window. Exactly. You know, mm. broadheads are gonna be a little bad. collars aren't gonna be perfectly square. Like no. just tune to your shit. Exactly. Tune to what you're gonna kill with. Especially tune to what you're gonna hunting
0: because you got a kill zone on most animals, as big as a nerf football. It gives you an eight well, inch. Yeah, circumference. but it's ridiculous
2: that we're shooting these short 27, 28 inch bows for hunting. That's if crazy. you're if you're trying to kill a deer, you should use the most accurate platform available. Mm-hmm. Otherwise inch it's unethical. 38-inch bow. 38-inch
0: yeah, long verdict. <laughs> Put it in my hands and go kill. <laughs>
1: yeah. For real. <laughs> That's well, hilarious. There's so much you can do out there. Just
0: <sighs> I think the common theme that I want to keep repeating over and over again, and we've said it a hundred times on every podcast, we're we gonna shoot even not even shoot your, shoot your bow. Shoot your bow. Shoot your bow. Shoot your bow. If you and I'll say this and I've said it to every student that I'm coaching a lot of guys right now and gals, and I tell them the same thing every single time. It, Robert Householder made a comment about this in Minden, you know, that he doesn't get a chance to shoot a lot because of work, his work schedule and stuff and, you know, 3D targets and makes the comment, you know, how long have you been doing this? Well, I've been shooting 3D for 20, 25 years, 26 years. You, do you know where the 12 rings are? Well, of course I do. You know, that's not changing, mm-hmm. you know, in any environment that I have. I know where the upper 12, I know where the lower 12 is. I know where the insert is. I, I mean, I know. I've shot him enough to know on every single target out there. And what Robert does, and I think it's mind-blowing, and I've incorporated this in my practice, shoots a Vegas round every day. One to two rounds every day. Full scoring rounds. Teaches you how to aim. And because you know what it is? If you can master hitting that dime-sized dot at 20 yards 30 times, that means this front hand and this Brett release hand are money. Mm-hmm. And then if all i got to do is aim at that where I know that 12 ring is, should have a good you got a good
2: chance are you saying if if i shoot my bow better i'll (laughs) score more points
0: yeah exactly exactly but it doesn't matter what you're doing shooting your bow as long as you're doing that shooting your bow yeah and and the big thing is and uh, i actually picked this up from you bridger is shooting arrows that matter yeah you know we get do we when if you're going out in your yard or going out to uh the range at your local shop and you go and and start shooting at attacks, you know, and you shoot 50 or 60 tacks in a night. You're not shooting, none of those ever I mean, matter. I mean, that's
2: fine, but like have some, have a metric to measure by. Exactly. That's so it. So, like when I, so I'm, <clears throat> this, I kind of know where you're going with it. Like when I do my aim and drill stuff or I'll do dot games, so I'll take a, a serving spool and yep. draw do dots, dots. And that ends up being about the same size as a 12 ring. Yeah. I'll shoot every, I'll shoot six arrow ends. And if I hit all six, I'll move back 10 yards. Correct. If I hit four or if I hit five, I move back five. If I hit four or less, then I stay at that yardage yep. and I'll work from 20 all the way out to 50. Yep. So, yeah. like, I'm, you know, I'm shooting arrows that, you they know, matter. conceivably, you know, don't matter. I'm just, you know, shooting the dots or shooting attacks, well, whatever. I'm not uh, shooting a scored game. But you have a goal. But I have a goal. I have exactly. an end game. Like, yes. I have. I have something you're working toward. You want to get to 50. Yeah, I have something I'm, you, it, it, I have a benchmark that I'm striving for every time it, I draw the bow back and shoot it. You know a game we've all played a million times as kids and it's the
0: exact same thing as around the world.
1: Yeah. Basketball. Same,
0: same, same type you, of you deal. You shoot it, yeah, I'm going to chance it. <laughs> you shoot it again, you make it. You move over and all of a sudden you get to that corner shot, which is taking you what one, two, three shots to get there. And you get there with the first one. Okay. I'm not chancing. I'm going to wait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause if you chance it, what do you do? You go yeah, back You, to go, back. you go back. and it's the same type of game you're playing. So mm-hmm. it, those arrows do matter to a degree because you're trying to get to 50 yards.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And, but that's the problem. We go as archers, we go and fling arrows for a half an hour or an hour. Um, none of the arrows mattered. And then they wonder why when we get up on the line or we get to the target, okay, First official
2: scoring in, we freaked the F out.
0: Because we haven't shot and practiced competitive reps in that game. Yeah.
2: I mean, golfers are all golfers the same fucking way Mm -hmm. out there. We we were the same way when we went and golfed a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Like, we got out on the practice. I was fucking striping them on yeah. the driving range and we go out there and like i hit one or two good drives and then we're just shank a <laughs> like save shit like we, we yeah. know we're up on the drive we're up on the driving range just, just having it. a gay yeah. old time jack nicholas everything yeah, yeah you know and you know when we're no pressure and we're just goofing off but then when if you don't take that you know unless you're just goofing off in the range which or on the course which to be fair we were too but yeah uh you know if you don't have the same mentality when you practice if you don't have something you can carry from practice to competition from a mentality standpoint you don't be a competition or uh uh, out hunting if you got to make the shot on a deer you know and this kind of goes back to how joel's joel's whole thought process on on triggering your shot like if you're just flinging arrows you're not gonna when you shoot an arrow that matters you're not just flinging it no Mm -hmm. no it's a different probably not gonna go well it's a different
0: mindset it's a different process um you know i did it with our kids if we have an elite kids program here on, uh, we coach on fridays and i let them all warm up and i was watching one of our archers you know ayana she's amazing and she was just dotting the middle at 20 yards just pounding it barebow and i said okay we're gonna run a little mini tournament now so i bracketed everybody in that her first end, she shot like four four three uh two two fours and a three and i looked at her and I said what are you doing you know it was the mindset of we're scoring now Dude, mm-hmm. I saw it first you're in the tournament okay. Really
1: and it, it was the hardest thing for me to not get drawn into it. There's someone like two lanes in front of me that during practice was drilling arrows, drilling arrows, but as soon as that first scoring end couldn't even come to the line what? and then finally came to the line, would draw or bring up the bow, draw, put it back down, bring up, put it back down, draw, go through the clicker put it it was it was a big struggle. Um, part of it was probably a severe case of target panic, but right. another thing I've learned is the immense amount of pressure that you put on yourself yes. for that first scoring. It shouldn't be there. No. If you practice hard and you practice like it's a tournament, so then your competition becomes easy.
0: It's, it's routine.
1: Your competition becomes easy. Yeah, that's that's does. literally what it is. It becomes yeah. more enjoyable. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's, that's the hardest thing is people will go out there and when you're practicing, you're goofing off and you're doing all this stuff and then oh, you yeah. get to the tournament and you're like, oh shit, this one matters. <laughs> now you start questioning everything, right? Even though oh, you're, yeah. you're ready, you yeah. start questioning. Absolutely. Did I do enough? No, Did I that's,
0: not? yeah, it's, it's a big thing. And for the listeners out there from a training perspective, shoot arrows that matter, score yourself, yeah. score your rounds, create a game that you're going to play and work on getting a PB every time you go shoot, shoot, even blank bill.
1: Honestly, I learned something about blank bail at camp that actually I learned this from my friend Kevin uh, Mather. Mm -hmm. He said, dude, when you're blank bailing and you're blank bailing for form, that's cool. But when you're blank bailing, don't take aiming out of it. Um, Go buy yourself a bunch (laughs) of those little um, the colored clothespins. Put them in the bail. Those little tiny pins. Aim at those, dude. I, at I've I have said that. Practice forever. aiming. Aiming, yeah. I've aiming.
2: Always said that forever. Yeah. Do yeah. not the take same, aiming out of same it. Same as same as before. You ain't never shot an arrow without veins that mattered. You ain't never gonna shoot an arrow that, that matters out. and not aim and not yeah. look at anything. Yeah. Just make make that make that the lowest thing on the priority list when it comes to what you your brain has to put effort into doing. Right. When I saw the but biggest jumps, at, yeah. When I saw the biggest jumps in my game was when. The shop I used to go and practice at in Des Moines closed and the only time I shot 20 yards that year was at the tournament like the Friday beforehand and I would shoot six yards in my basement at a Vegas face every night and I saw that was the biggest jump I've, I've had in my career going from, you know. So shooting you only had
0: six yards and you all were All I had was six yards. I was literally inside just. Inside out games probably.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, cause yeah, cause I it's just I just yeah. stepped forward and back until I found where I didn't have to move my sight. Yeah. And I would still aim at the center. I'm still aiming at the X right. ring. Right. But it looks like it's the size of a truck hood through right. a four power lens <laughs> at six feet. Right. So like you know, there's zero effort into doing it, but right. your that connection that that brain wave is still you know that neural it's path C in the 300. That neural path in your brain of okay, my dot's in the middle. It's okay to execute now. Is yeah. still happening. Right. It just takes zero. There's zero physical effort that you have to put in in order to achieve that. Right. So, like I've I've never uh, and you've heard me say it here a million times. Like, unless you are literally learning how to function a new release, and that's what yeah. So unless that's where and, it, unless you are literally learning how the, a release functions you should always be aiming. Yeah. So that's where
0: you and I had a disagree, disagreed about that when you first came on board, because some of my students that like for when I bring them in to first teach them and coach them is I want to take their eyes away. So they're not focusing on aiming because I need them focusing on mechanics because they don't know how to work a hinge or they don't right. know how to, and I want them to feel the muscles that it takes to go through. Because as soon as you open your eyes, there's only one thing we're doing then it's looking and staring and aiming and then they lose that feel, and they'll shoot them properly. Right. So I think but, you and I had but,
2: agreed to disagree. But but the thing is, is I could take a dude that's never shot a hinge and put him at five feet without a target, and tell him to close his eyes, and in within thirty minutes, you know, uh, oh you're speaking done. Speaking hypothetically here, oh I know what you're saying in thirty minutes you can have a dude looking like Jesse Broadwater. Yeah. But the second he opens his eyeballs and tries to put his pen in he the middle oh, of a target, <laughs> guess what? Guess what neural pathway his brain decides to use? Yeah, exactly. The same fucking one he had before when he was jackhammering the release. Yeah. So that, and that's why I've always been a big proponent of it. Now, if you, like we said, we if you're literally learning how to function a hinge, how to, yeah. if you're trying to figure out how to draw the bow back, how to get into your anchor point and how to make the release move to fire it. Yeah. Probably not the smartest thing to put a target up there, but. Right one like the moment you get past that like i'm you should be aiming yeah in my opinion yeah, you should not not like aim hard aiming but yeah have some sort of aiming something apparatus. to look at that yeah you're, yeah something that's minimal effort like i said shoot a shoot a the face shoot a five spot at five feet like something that takes no effort to aim with no right. physical effort right or something that you you know you don't have to concentrate on trying to keep your dot in the center of it right but yeah. i mean i always have to have that that brainwave active cuz yep. it's always going to be active no, when I'm in, I agree with that. in a situation that matters.
0: Yeah. Like, I think the big thing with, you know we've been talking about and it's been a great subject is shooting arrows that matter and just shoot your bow. You know, that's one of the things that we just say it over and over and over here and it's just something that's not done the 90/10 rule. Yeah. Work on work make sure that you put 90% of the work on the stuff that matters and that's mm-hmm. that's upstairs for sure.
1: That's what you're that's what's going to keep you Ahead of everybody else, mm-hmm. you know, you're no gonna doubt. put you're gonna put the training into it. Somebody else isn't. You're gonna you're gonna be able to come out on top in that high pressure situation. Yep, no doubt. So,
0: you know, I can't believe that one of the pros has not done this yet. Probably shouldn't say it out loud because we could, we could actually do this. Is actually put in what and how they prepare for a tournament. How many arrows are they really shooting today?
2: it's because we all do what i do and fly by the seat of our pants <laughs> Paige was literally getting a ranging system yesterday and she left today for feet of field oh for feet of field like a you say well, how do they prepare really, we've all been doing this so long yeah. we get so the bow shooting part well, of it so now, what you're but saying is you're
0: not shooting a thousand arrows in preparation for a tournament most guys
2: probably aren't yeah well i i, I think it depends like you know when i was competing full-time and everything like i didn't have to shoot a thousand arrows at every tournament or in prep were, for every tournament every because it was yeah i was, I was competing, competing it, every week competing was my training like yeah, I, it was the right. only you know the only outlet i had as far as you know shooting a bow goes you get home the last thing you want to do is shoot your bow well You're tired. yeah yeah you know you want to get off you want to actually get off work yeah so exactly. i mean obviously you know Dan and Levi and all that, they're out judging targets because that's where they make their money doing it. Right. Jesse's out shooting his bow. That's where he makes money doing it. Same with Paige and everybody else. We all work hard and, you know, put a lot of time in, but I think people would probably be slightly shocked at what some people's uh tournament prep is.
0: Paige's, just when she was here a couple of weeks ago, well, she was here two or three weeks ago, we were talking about that. And- for her to sometimes go from her th- literally three different disciplines in three weekends, mm-hmm. go from a tournament to a tournament to tournament in three completely different disciplines, just getting out f and tape. Yeah,
2: just is, getting your bow set work. up.
0: Yeah, just setting the damn thing up. Let alone practicing. Mm. That's where she's relying on you know that god given skill that she has, which is just shooting. I don't think any of this changes. Her front hand, backhand is not. the well, action of the bow is the same everywhere. Exactly. exactly. Just making sure that it's tuned to the arrow and you got your tape right and your marks are good.
1: That's just the setup.
0: Just go do your thing after that. Yeah, no doubt. Because it was funny, her talking about that, you know, at dinner that night, she was talking about it and then I was like, God dang, it's
1: wild to think yeah. that
0: she'd literally get off a plane, maybe have a half a day of downtime and then boom, put a different sight on, you know, different scope setup and everything, retune another arrow and leave in 24 yeah. hours go shoot the next tournament. It's like, God, that's mind boggling.
2: I thought you were gonna talk shit to her because when she was down here, her tournament prep was to come in here and take a six-hour nap. Oh percent, <laughs> right. Brad. Got back from a hunt. Just I'm, tired. I'm tired.
0: I've been hunting too much.
1: I talked to Tate in SoCal. He was. Uh, he said he he's got a newfound respect for that South Texas heat, dude. <laughs> he said it was bad down there. Who? It, Tate,
2: oh yeah well we went and hunted we hunted inside the fence once at josh's and he's like i don't i don't look at high fence the same anymore yeah like that that's just fucking hard exactly oh i think he said it when we recorded with him too he's like man i dude like it's different when them animals are in a box yeah
1: but no it's it's a whole lot different down there when you're hunting next to the river oh dude down there in the in the fields it's hot, it's muggy, it's swampy. Yeah. You got mosquitoes trying to kill you, everything trying to eat you down there. <laughs>
0: exactly. Right. That's wild. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go God do dang. some tournament prep. Two hours, I'm going to do some tournament prep but you can go to bed. Mm-hmm. We're actually recording at night. You guys don't know this, but yeah, first time in... A long Have we ever time. done it this way?
1: Yeah. The last time so, we did this... Because Bridger's
0: drinking cervezas right now. Well, the last time a we couple. did this... I had to drink a cup of coffee to stay awake because it's past my bedtime.
1: The last time we, we recorded at night i had it was pre-covid and i had that fifth of jack that i put into my <laughs> my contigo and then we went to sauced,
2: sauced. oh yeah. So, yeah yeah
0: that's funny oh we, should, sauce, we should probably sauce. do that more
1: often get a little loose yeah there you go no we, it
0: always makes for funner banter on the talking mm-hmm. that's for damn sure all right cool folks um uh, are are we going to try to get more regular or is this going to be because of tournament season going to be haphazard
1: now? I mean, we can put out a couple more. Yeah. So hopefully we're recording right now. It's Wednesday night. I expect to have this playing by Friday.
0: Okay. One of the things we're going to try to do folks, we always hear this feedback from everybody. We love your podcast, not enough content, not often enough Too sporadic. Mm -hmm. Um, We do got to try to become, I guess, more um, regular. Yeah. In our, in our, and rolling out these podcasts so that you the listen would get a chance to look forward to something week in and week out or however we decide to do it yeah um so we're we're working on that it's just that we're 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 just a busy group of guys man we're shooting tournament archery we're traveling all over the damn place it seems like and trying to get all three of us together at the same time some can be tough you're sometimes. working coaching, like you're are Rogers. you going you're leaving for mended next week Metropolis. Metropolis, excuse me, Metropolis next week. Mm-hmm. Um, you're shortly getting ready for what's July 13th next? World Championships. World Championships and that's what 2 weeks away. Yeah, something like um, that. Um so yeah, it's it's just non-stop. I mean yeah. it, it never ends and
1: that's going to be that's going to be interesting cuz I'll get back from World Championships, I'll be home for a week, then I go to Chicago for a world ranking and yeah. I'll be home for like 2 weeks and then fly out to Outdoor Nationals. Yeah.
0: That's a busy schedule <laughs> the next man i'm gonna celebrate
1: my 40th birthday in philadelphia are you really you're gonna hit the 40th in in pa Mm. wow i might go to a phillies game
2: (laughs) city of brotherly love yeah too brotherly the big thing (laughs) is is you're gonna be 40.
1: like right next to me so taking my wallet this is where i want to have the
0: youtube this is what i want to do the youtube thing because people could watch this migration of jason yeah, go from goatee heavily grayed. I never had a goatee. To shaving off everything on his face, and he looks like he's like twenty five. Yeah, baby face. It's because somebody can't. called
2: him old as Soul Cal and you he got all personal about it. Dusty,
1: Dusty called you old. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Alexis, oh, hi, you're you listening. don't look a day over forty five. He <laughs> said I looked like I
1: was in my late forties. <laughs> Damn, the way that I, the way that I carried myself, yeah. and my beard. I was like, really,
0: really. Well, you don't look that way now, bro. No. <laughs>
1: that's what leah said she saw me the other day she's like you look like you just shaved 10 years off no for
0: real dude it does you look like you're i'd say around 32 33 this is, right now this is what
1: i used to look like every day well, baby face four feet taller but yeah exactly but yeah it's it's a migration i
0: think i might shave too then if i can lock 10 years off,
1: dude you go back to the youtube channel no you know what i'm talking about no way I- the YouTube channel, that video that you made a long oh, time ago. Yeah, like, you had... guys need to go watch it. <laughs> Scott made a mistake and shaved his mustache off. Oh my
2: god, it was hilarious. And he had, the, I got the biggest upper lip ever. He
1: had the big beard, just you know, the Amish, the yeah, Amish, Amish goatee. Look. Yeah. He looked like Thanos <laughs> with a big, with a big beard and no, yeah. no mustache. He looked like he was twenty.
0: Hey, when I when I shaved it off because I make a mistake. is when I do that, everyone says the same thing, dude. You look
1: young, like a kid.
0: So I think I'm gonna try it. I'll we'll shave everything off.
1: dude. You've got the gift. It's It'll, in your jeans. What? You don't. Age. You'll look, you'll or look whatever. young.
2: And then the day you turn 65, you'll age 30 years. Oh, a hundred percent. So you pick. got
1: like, you got like
0: 12, 13, 12, 13, good, 13 good years, years left, left. <laughs> to look like a kid again. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. All right, folks, we appreciate you. Um, like I said, we'll try to get more content out more. Go to readily. the
1: Instagram page and shoot us a message. Comment. Yeah, give
0: us shit to talk about. No kidding. Well, we need to get guests on. We talked about it the last time,
1: and we do need to. We will get more on these topics. We know
0: that we're all talking these about. guys, and every time we talk to them, they're just like, "heck yeah, we'll do the show, no problem." And we just never
2: get that on the schedule. It's that's probably because, because it's ten thirty at night on a Wednesday. Your schedules. <laughs> it's hard. Schedule. Well, that's in. the thing:
0: getting their schedules lined up with ours, yeah. and and or. Making sure that we're recorded the same day every week, where we have a schedule to work off of, that's a tough thing. So yeah, that's cool. I'm going. i put that in your hands, Jason, because you're the nice guy that likes to coordinate on that.
1: Bridger knows everybody.
0: He does, but, yeah, but you're loves a people you. person. Yeah, you're the people guy. Bridger, people. They, Nobody's they, gonna say no they to a guy Bridger.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's one's gonna, that. no. no that, gonna say no to a cripple. Exactly. Yeah, that's, right. <laughs> that's why I
1: always tell people bring your cripple friend to a concert. You get better seats. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's awesome. Great right, seats folks. to a football game. Y'all take care.
3: Sure.
0: <laughs> we'll see we'll you guys. see
1: you later.